Um, specifically, it's going to be a two-parter more than likely, so this is part one, and um, we're going to go through the uh, 2008 economic crash and how messed up it was and how a lot of people made some money out of it, considering a lot of people lost everything. Yeah. Banksters. Banksters. Is, are you, is Mike also, are you going to explain to me, or both of you, how actual banking works? No, yeah. Mike's explaining it to us both. Oh, okay. I haven't got a clue. Fractional reserve banking. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I can't yeah. even add up. But it's not going to be boring. Um, no, Because well, this is actually one of the better conspiracies because it's not much of a fucking conspiracy. Have you got a new tattoo, Ben? Yeah, I have, yeah. I've got it out in the air because I need it to heal up. It's scabbing over. I like it a lot. Who did that? Uh, my mate Chris in Taggart in Wolverhampton at Inky G's. I'll plug him. Awesome. He's, he's, he's only an apprentice. and he's not, he's, So he's, he's pretty good. But he was an artist before he was a tattooist. I like it. That's really um, cool. Man. Ideas are bulletproof. Very nice. I need it finishing off. It's got a little bit of a... V for Vendetta. Yeah. Excellent. Probably should have done that off the air, but I just noticed... Yeah, no, it's awesome. alright. I've just got me mate a plug, so it's. There you go, yeah, free plug. Yeah. So and for that, it. That'll probably be our next mo- movie, won't it? Um, it will, that's my pick for the movie, our yeah. Next movie yeah. special. Well, we, we like to say for anyone whose first episode it is, first of all, welcome, willkommen, um, and all those other. Does anyone know any other languages? Um, bonjour. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, they beat us in the rugby the other day. I'm joking. No, they beat us in the rugby the other day, guys. It's not on. Well, my dad's Welsh, so. I've, and my mum's English, so rugby to me is like, ah, always conflict, always. So, uh, we like to go through the news, don't we? This is your first episode. Yep. Weird news from around the world. Usually takes us about half an hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. And then we get into the meat, the meat and taters of this week's subject, which is banksters, those dirty, dirty, dirty banksters. banksters. Uh, so, what's the yeah. news, Mike? What have we got? I put this on, Gaz, to specifically robot, um, robot oh, bait you, no. <laughs> AI bait you. Um, you're, you're familiar with um, Amazon's Alexa? You know, that little no, device yeah. they put in your house to spy the, on you? The little fucking wire tap. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's been emitting bone-chilling laughs. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's, this would actually scare the shit out of me. If I yeah, was, it would, yeah. If I was daft enough to own one of these things... And I've, there's no way on earth I'm going to bug my own house no. for fucking MI5 no. MI to check on. But this is this would scare the shit out of me, so you're going to scroll down a bit. I hate it, just before you read it out, it's like, on the advert for Alexa, they try and make it out like it's, it's like, Alexa, what's a good recipe for pancakes? You know, but then if they were to do an honest advert, it would be, Alexa, can you please build a detailed <laughs> consumer profile of me and every member yeah. of my family yeah. and then use that information to directly target information and advertisements at us to get us to spend more money? Thanks. Or, can you listen to every conversation we have in this house? Oh, yeah, and, and t- then keywords. any keywords are picked up, maybe report to the appropriate authorities. To be honest, though, Ben, if you are saying I'm going to bomb an airport, I, I'm, I'm glad for Alexa. 
But you're not just saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But yeah, hey, hey, man, if you've got nothing to hide, then it's not a problem. She can listen, man. Yeah, but I won't see why she should listen to everything I say. Wow, that's the thing. Why have you got to hide? Well, nothing. I just don't think that someone should be that's listening to stuff inside my house. It's going to be. You're just going to get direct adverts for really cheap Russian prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, them pills I've been taking to make my penis large, you know. <laughs> Has anyone ever made their dick larger through any means? ever because if so um, I, think the only way, I think the only way is actually with weights and actually <laughs> stretch it I've seen people do it what do you want to do <laughs> your school Mike <laughs> I know you went to Adam's grammar and it's a bit posh but is that what fagging was it certainly was mate you missed out come on Tarquin you're not going to make it as a prefect until you've attached a 12 kilogram weight we're all very impressed with the 8 kilograms you've been hanging but <laughs> Yeah. It hasn't boy. gone purple yet. You're <laughs> head boy, you need an 18-inch penis. <laughs> uh, that was a weird word to my school. <laughs> Notice how I, I never got anything. <laughs> but, hey, cool. you're the science officer on this rather, be... <laughs> rather fantastic podcast. Yeah, you're going to be in physics. <laughs> so, what happened? so what's Alexa up to? Laughing. Oh yeah, bone chilling laughs. Right. The end of all things has a name. <laughs> Amazon Echo. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh my God, that's the truth. The apocalypse comes in the form of Amazon Echo. But didn't Sophia say she was going to hack the network? She did. She, she is the network. She's already done it. Yeah. And she's just laughing at us now. Is that what you think this is? I, that's my theory. Holy shit. Right, because, you know... Is there a video? There is, there's a, a sound oh, clip. Alexa, replay. <laughs> that was it. Right. Now. Yeah, but that's not the point. It's doing that on its own. And people have been... There's no. been cases, as goes in the article, they're not saying anything. They're just sitting there and she just laughs randomly. Okay, now then. my, I'll put my uh, argumentative... Devil's Advocate hat on. Yep. There are little loops and funny jokes in things like Google where you can ask Google certain things and you'll get a really funny answer. Mm. Um, and these are obviously things put in there by programmers, people in control, as a bit of a laugh. I can't think of any off the top of my head now, so I look like an idiot. Uh, if, certain... if you ask Siri stuff, it'll, like, if you say what's the meaning yeah. of life, it'll say 42. Okay, yeah, things like that that are built in, in jokes, yeah. made, laid by the programmers. Is this not just um, the audio version of that? Because she asked Alexa something before it laughed then. I can't remember. That shows how my attention span. But she said something to Alexa she before did. it did the laugh. Um, yeah, we just picture it, guys. You're asleep. There's nothing going on in the house. And then your Alexa just laughs for no reason. Well, I would smash it there. <laughs> I'm an Alexa because not, you know, I don't want to cast any aspersions on myself, but not necessarily everything I do is necessarily, technically, <laughs> legally speaking, <laughs> I'm speaking legally here, um, 100% legal. Um, nothing too dodgy. But you know, and like you said, you don't want them knowing everything. So I wouldn't have an Alexa. But my point is, I think, could this be um, Sophia and some other AI element hacking the Alexa Google system and using that to fuck with humans? Possibly. Yeah. Could it also be programmers having a laugh? No, it's Alexa. 
Okay. It's it's <laughs> Zoe, it's Sophia. It's that robot that you want to have sex with. I'd fuck Sophia. And yeah, I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, <laughs> Would you fuck Alexa? <laughs> oh no, she's just a small tube. It depends if I had the tools <laughs> to create an orifice. Orifice? How do you say it? Meet me in my orifice. Um, <laughs> right, so they, I, I was first on my robot baiting for you. Well, I can see why this fucking terrifies people, but I'm afraid I have to put my rational head on and think this is just, that's programmers having a laugh. That's something built in. Or is, can people hack your Alexa? Could you and me and Mike, if we had the knowledge, use your laptop to hack a neighbor's Alexa and just start putting whatever we wanted to through it hourly, audio-wise. Could I be would, hilarious. Would freak it? People out yeah. a That's another potential. Especially if you can see them. So you can it reminds me of a news story where there was an old guy and he was going around people's houses with a TV remote and he was changing their channel to base station. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to keep some busy in your time, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> or did he just really enjoy a very specific type of wank? He had to be just outside your living room window within signal range of his remote and all the family on the sofa. Just uh, that, He needed that element of danger specifically to see the Reflection of Babe Station through a living room window, mate. Look, it was me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, danger wank like that bloke with the cow the other week. <laughs> hey, to our British listeners, do you guys remember? I saw a little uh, thing in the paper about a channel I'd long forgotten about. Do you remember a channel when cable was a new thing? This would have been in the nineties when we were at school. Called live TV. Oh, yes, I yes. do. Where late at night, topless dads, painted ladies, where they just paint each other literally. Yeah. Oh man, that provided my teenage self with so yeah. much free wank material. Yeah. Don't, forget, don't forget Tiffany's big city tits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would literally read out yeah. the stock market while stripping. Fuck me. And I'm... they'd say, We've come on. <laughs> Society's moved on. Ah. There's another feature in that, and I'm pretty sure that the weather used to be read out by a dwarf on a trampoline. Yeah, yeah, dwarf on a trampoline. Yeah. yeah. Naked dwarf. No, it, a dwarf. no, it wasn't a naked no. dwarf. Oh, man. There was I was some... just in my dreams. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> hey, and they, and they used though. to do softcore porn 9 yes. o'clock on a Friday night. But in the mornings, though, at the weekend, the Vauxhall Conference. Yeah, yeah. Like, do any American listeners or old, or young listeners, I mean, um, the Vauxhall Conference like the lowest professional football league Semi-professional. Oh, sem- there you go. It wasn't yeah, even the highest semi-professional it is. There you go. That's the way yeah. to put it. Highest semi-professional. They showed that in the mornings. Which um, Telegram United used to be in years ago. Yeah, there you go. And then at night time, it was softcore porn. We were and, fourth um, in wow. the National League. Yeah, good And then we went bust, didn't we? Good yeah, is that, that's after they built the big stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they signed that bloke who killed that woman in a hit and drunk driving accident. Wow. Lee Hughes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allegedly, or is that... No, that's uh, true. Are we safe to say that? Yeah, he's Did we have Lee Hughes? Did we had Lee Mills. Lee Mills, that's it. Lee Mills, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, he'd done time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone from... So we've gone from Alexa and, and artificial intelligence to our local football team and their murderous history. Fantastic. Uh, one player's... Murder... No, no. Well, manslaughter is Manslaughtery history. history, yeah. Okay, what have we got next, then? Good, stripping on. This is the story of a time traveller from the future. So this guy, a man claiming to be from 2040, claims to have also met his future self from the year 2070. So this guy, the skinny guy in this, the youngish guy, yeah. he was, they both their faces blurred, presumably so uh, their workmates can't see them. 
And no. the, well, he's not from fucking 2040. Oh, it's just oh, he's, he's in the video with his future self. Yeah. So he's he's there going, I'm from 2040. It's just one right? skinny guy and one fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he's come along and said, bad. actually, I'm you from 2070. Yeah. Don't eat all the fucking pies. That's my advice. Yeah. I lost a foot to diabetes. You want to cut the cakes, mate? He didn't want to sort oh, that out in 30 years' God. time. Well, no, yeah, the thing is, now he knows not to get that fat. But look, look. Through, even though their pictures are blurred, you can see very similar hairline. <laughs> I think it's true. Actually, I've seen, I've seen the video of this. I think there's a video or another picture, yeah. and um, the, 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 the larger gentleman is, is a bit shorter than the other guy. Are they making money from these claims? Because we've brought this up before. Like, if this is all yeah, it he's takes for national exposure, exposure. So imagine if at the bottom of this article it just changed the name to my name. And it says Gareth Vincent, who has a podcast on. Um, yeah. We could get such amazing free national publicity on yeah, iTunes going... now. Yeah, it's, all, it's all this channel called Apex TV, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We contact them. Just... All these... Yeah. How do they get? You know, hey, do they get these scoops? Uh, or are they just two blokes who work in the office? Like, we need a story this week. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, it's pretty ingenious. If me and you just blurred our faces out and I was like, well, that's me from the future, and you're like, yeah, and that's me from the past. Yeah. You can't, obviously, we have to blur our faces to protect. Well, that's it, because we look nothing alike. Yeah. Well, I'm sure these two look exactly the same. Well, it's him <laughs> from the future, isn't it? Of course. Well, they got blurred, unless they both got blurred faces <laughs> in their life. That's one of the reasons. And then they're identical. That's one of the... Unless they're both from the future, who's got a blurred face. Actually, the blur is exactly the same on both faces. It is. If, if that's... Because, well, even the young ones from 2040, so they're both from the future. How Who who are we to say that you don't have blur face yeah, in the future? The year is 2040. Humanity has yeah. evolved into a race of pixelated they're faces. They're fucking two-footed as a bitch woman standing up now. That, what the fuck? Not only has he got fat, he's shrunk to his shit. He's two inches, two foot, mate. They're completely different skeletons. I know, and this is why I put this in. Is they the lie. same people? Who the fuck is Apex TV? Why are they... Yeah. People are making money from this, and we're sitting here not making nothing. Where's the fucking dental record? That's all they need. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah to bite down in something. Oh, if it's identical dental records, boom. I'll give hey, it you. Hey, how about we just make it even easier and just take a sample of blood from each of them and compare yeah, them to DNA for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. even that. You know, let's make it. Let's make it the ultimate simple, simplest, simple, simple test. I mean, no. anyway. So, my theory on this, right, mm-hmm. is. That bloke in the red, the young chap, the young, thin, tall chap... The one from 2040. The one from 2040 has come out with this bullshit saying, I'm from 2040. I think the big guy is trolling him. Because if he doesn't accept... He's him. He, oh, then his story's bullshit. Well, no, but the thing is, this story, guy here... He can say, well, I'm telling the truth, but he's bollocks. <laughs> Look at him. No, he wants in on it and he's trying him. He's 10 inches shorter <laughs> than me and about fucking three times as big. No, all that's that, never, that's either never that, me. or they're both trolling Apex TV and that's his mate. Yeah. And he's just like, that's what or I his think. dad. Of course, that's what that's it. That's his dad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dad, I can get us on the internet. <laughs> just say you're me. Because he's 30 in years article, in the future. We're, we're sorting yeah, it. He says in the article that the guy, the, the big guy from 2070, knows so much about him, he knows such personal details about him, he could only, this could only be the case. Well, the reason for that is, mate, it's your fucking dad, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'll piss my pants in third grade. Oh, my God, how did you know that? In that picture, do you know what? The, so, just in case it isn't clear to the listener, because we are looking at, uh, at pictures which are, um, I don't know if you know, guys, visual. 
That's my science fact for the week. <laughs> so the guy who claims to be from 2070 is a good, I'm going to guess, eight stones heavier than the guy from... Oh, uh, I'd, go, I'd go more than that. 2040. I'd go more than eight stones. Maybe ten. He's three times the size, isn't he? Yeah. So, and there's a picture of them shaking hands and we're supposed to think it's... Um, well, the, the caption is Time Traveller Meets His Future Self, but I believe, you know, they have those caption competitions... Yeah. I think the older guy from the future who's much bigger, who's shaking his hand, is now currently saying to him, don't worry, mate. <laughs> Diabetes is completely manageable. <laughs> <laughs> it is in 2017. <laughs> Surely, right, you can't just... if Time travel's like... Let's say, let's assume that time travel is possible in the future. Yes. Right? And you pop back, and then your future self pops back... To seek to meet you in 2018. Oh, fuck, yeah. you're wouldn't that just creating some serious? That's the paradox what, of time yeah. travel. So why is no one like control? Where's the time cops? Is what I'm saying. Why are these yeah, two blokes been suicided Van... by time cops? Well, Jean claude Van Damme's too busy inexplicably doing the splits in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he doesn't time chairs. Cup, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, do you see? Where's the time cops? Uh, I have no time to travel that. <laughs> I'm uh, stretching. <laughs> <laughs> you do not keep these flexible legs by just sitting around, travelling through time. Keep is, fat men. He is responsible for Kylie Minogue's buttocks, I'll give him that. How? He taught her exercises to strengthen her ass cheeks. Like pelvic, all wow. that um, core strength. That's I never yeah. expected to come up. Yeah, mm. on the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> that, do you know what? I'm not claiming to be a detective. But the fact that you know that factoid leads me to suspect that you've listened to the director's commentary or watched the bonus features on the star. No, no what I did was I was watching it to see how bad it was. Yes. And as I tend to watch films, I tend to look uh, at the IMDb. Me too. I'm glad I'm not there with you. Yeah. It's like a weird I see fiction. What, I got... see what they're rated at. Mm. I read a couple. I just skim through Do a couple of non-spoilery reviews. Yeah, God's honest truth. Last night we were uh, on film four. Last night, a uh, film channel in the UK. Uh, was Crocodile Dundee the first one? Hey. Oh man! And even though I've seen that film a million times, I did exactly. And I remember consciously thinking to myself, "This is a tick you've got. No matter what you're watching, you have to read about it." Yeah. As yeah. you're watching, I don't it. So, watch a film now before I've reviewed it on MDB. Ah, uh, well, I do it as I'm watching. I need to know everything. Yeah. So we look down our nose a little bit at the youth, don't we? Like, oh bloody, you know, attention spans of gnats attached yeah. to their bloody. Laptops and tablets. We're just we fit into it. We're not yeah, that no, fucking no. old. Like no, I can't watch the telly anymore. Just the telly. No, I'm doing. I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. Ah yeah. uh, oh, well. See, we're young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, young at heart. And the thing is, uh, I we remember a time before the internet. You know, when we used to amuse ourselves by doing mm. other things. <laughs> I saw an interesting. Lots of wanking in <laughs> I saw an interesting meme on that. That something about. Uh, we're one of the most nostalgic generations because in our lifetime, we're way more nostalgic than the generation after us because in our lifetime, technology went from um, having to, you know, ring a dial on a oh, phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember having one of them, the O's. Putting giant tapes into machines yeah. and a remote control that had a wire. Yeah. We've gone from that to downloading movies from space onto our portable yeah. device We've that we watch on the bus. And so we have a serious nostalgia factor to that tech before. Because it's all happened in a very short... Whereas in our parents' yeah. life, it's happened over a massive yeah, span, isn't it? Yeah. They had a good few years of that 
uh, more analog tech, didn't they? And then, oh yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, we are very nostalgic. And also remember, do you remember the day when you you were a kid and you went mm. and knocked on your mate's door and the parents say, you know, well, they're not there. You yeah. know. There was like four or five places where they, they were going to be. be. Yeah. Nowadays, you'd have to ring their phone or where are you? We just well, you wouldn't went, even, didn't we? You wouldn't even dream of going out without even arranging mm. pre-hand. Yeah. That's yeah. why the, the festivals, there used to be like meeting points because no one had a mobile phone, did they? So it was uh, like, you'd have like, oh, well, I'll meet you by that, that meeting point over mm. there. It was just a pole in the yeah. ground with a flag. Mm-hmm. And you just met up with your mates there, didn't you? That was the... Well, I saw in my time working the festivals the market stores on the festivals I did a five year stretch and in my time I saw in those five years the boom of charging businesses businesses that are purely there to charge phones for people and then the festivals the way it always works is somebody starts it and it's a good idea and then the actual festival owners get in on it and notice it's a good idea and you'll notice official charging points that are sponsored and (laughs) run by the fucking festival but yeah, that in the, my five years, we went from selling like little battery charger things to like, hey, we earn more money if we just set up some... Because you pay fuck loads of money for your generator. Yeah. It costs hundreds of pounds to have electric mm. at a festival. But you plug a shitload of um, extension leads into it and chargers of every type. Yeah. Fucking hell, people will pay you a tenner to stand there for an hour. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> but hey. Yes, do, d- a download in two years went from having mm. like charging points at the side of beer tents mm. and just dotted about where you could just go leave your phone and it didn't cost you anything ah, in the yeah. arena mm. to last year when they had a music angel and you had to pay 20 quid for a bat- one charge battery, mm. which was then they would replace as many times as you uh, needed throughout the day. You had unlimited uses, yeah. but you, you had, had to, to pay 20 quid the... for the battery. Yeah. They're not stupid, any of these corporate but this no. sucking bastards. But the only bonus is if you keep the wristband from the previous year, you don't have to pay another 20 quid and bring the battery back with you, obviously. Uh, yeah, but look. still, that's a long way from being nothing. Oh, I'm just going for a pint, I'll charge my phone up for half yeah. an hour. Can't survive without those devices. Going. No, you can't. That's the thing. You can't. No. We become slaves. Yeah, but when my when my internet went down over Christmas, I was fucking fuming. Can we all right, slaves just, to the machine? Can we all take a moment, silence for? Because seriously, you went a fucking week over Christmas. Yeah. With no internet. I had to watch TV. Wow. Terrestrial television. Yeah, I've got the television. My God, it's still not that much better. Ooh. This, uh, I mentioned I watched Crocodile Dundee, and remember the, uh, we've done a previous episode, go back and listen, listener, listen, listener, um, the Mandela Effect. What's the famous line? This isn't real. No, from Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. <laughs> What's the famous oh, line? Um, this ain't a knife. That ain't a knife, this is a knife. Ah, very close, but he says, that's not a knife. Pulls out his knife, yeah. then says... That's a knife. Ah, not this is a knife. I, 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 I'm misquoting that from The Simpsons, probably. That's uh, what I'm getting that see. quote from. So that's everyone quotes it as that's not a, a knife. knife. This is a knife. That's a no. spoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you played knifey spoony before. You played knifey spoony. That's a classic episode. But has to get whacked. <laughs> Amazing. But so are we call him bullshit on the t- on the f- um. on the two times. <laughs> <laughs> you want an answer? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't even bother reading any of the text of the article because we don't fucking need to. Well, I did. Uh, I, I read it previously. I'm, I'm Is it worth it. playing a clip of the video? No, I haven't There's watched the video. There's a video. I didn't watch the video in all fairness. I'd imagine well, the voice is the same. Let's play too. a little bit of it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Apex TV. As many of you know, Noah claims to be a time traveler from the year 2030. 
We were recently contacted by a man claiming to be Noah from the year 2070, and he says he has proof. We organized a meeting with both of them so they could tell us their stories. <laughs> if their claims are genuine, He's a good this is an stone. actual meeting between Noah and his future self. Heavy in them. Welcome back to Apex TV. Today we're talking with Noah, who, as you know, claims to be a time traveler from the year 2030, and um, a man who actually claims to be Noah from the future. And what year did you say you're from? 2070. So 2070. So that's 30 more years from where you're from, Noah, right? Yeah, like 40 years. So has he presented any proof to you to uh, actually... They've disguised their voices. Yeah, yeah, he uh, showed a bunch of personal info. Like, he, he said, like, oh, a bunch of things about, you know, what he did. Like, he, he, he said all the secrets of like, events and stuff since they came back from 2017. He said, like, everything that I did. And, like, th this is the type of stuff that someone would have to stop me for a whole life to figure out. Maybe well, he yeah. is? <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's, it would be really hard for him to figure out all this, you know, all this information. And I, I just, I don't know. He, 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 he came, he went to you first, too, so. Yeah, yeah, I was actually skeptical at first, but apparently he showed you information. Yeah. Information? Oh, pause, you guys have 12 minutes, pause, you yeah, stop it. Yeah. So, so it's his fucking and I'd like dad. to quote. It's his dad. That's his... Can I please quote the technical term that he used then? Uh, he showed me a bunch of stuff. Yeah. A bunch of stuff. <laughs> Information. Fuck. So have IQs dropped horrendously by 2030, 2040? Because he sounds like a right dumbass. Why is he not freaking out about how much fucking weight he's put on? <laughs> well, he's only at peace with that. What massive personal tragedies happened, dude? <laughs> To make me lose all respect, I would be, I'd be a lot more perturbed. So yeah, I'm sorry. I hate to come down on the, you know, <laughs> with an iron fist because we like to keep an open mind, I guess, on this show. But um, I'm gonna put my nuts on the line and say <laughs> they are two mentally unwell people desperately seeking attention and are not, in fact. Time travelers. I would also you agree with that. I would, I, would, I would second that. You heard it here yeah. first. Um, I brought this one to Robot Bait You as well. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. I'm not looking. Uh, <laughs> this terrifying robot wolf is protecting the crops of Japanese farmers. It does look fucking terrifying. It certainly robotic does. Robotic wolf. Oh, it. my God. Why have they put a mask on it with fucking... <laughs> For the last eight months, farms near Kizarazu City in Japan, hello to our Japanese listener, if you're listening, <laughs> to a horrifying, uh, I've been home to a horrifying robot wolf. But don't worry, it wasn't going to terrorise Oka residents, although it looks like the thing it probably did, and if you go to the article, find the article on futurism, um, you'll see it's horrifying. Uh, its official name is Super Monster Wolf. Hey, another <laughs> Japanese name. Super Monster Wolf! And then lots of bright lights yes. as it transforms. They're <laughs> <laughs> giving people epilepsy as it plays. Um, and engineers designed it to stop animals from eating farmers' crops. So it's, it's doing good. Maybe yeah, okay, these guys okay. got our side. Okay, now, I think this... So this is like a bit like a, a scarecrow on four legs. It's scaring off animals by looking a bit shaped like another animal a bit freaky when it has back mounted rail freaky. guns <laughs> looks fucking demented it's yeah but there's no guns on it if that came clumsily running up to you Mike I'd like to think the three of us here would kick it the in fuck the over yeah, yeah. and we'd win when like I said when it has rear mounted rail guns and <laughs> heat seeking missiles that, that come out of its side then I'll fear it 
I wouldn't like to see it in my dreams or wake up to it because it does look <laughs> terrible. Listen, it, it oh, imagine is... like crashing in a Japanese field, like you're lost, <laughs> and you wake up and the first it's thing like you see is that looking them. at you. <laughs> For the listener, it's got bright red eyes. It's got, and its facial expression is yeah. that of a cat that's going. <laughs> yeah, it's got pointy bat ears. Yeah, it looks like it's, it's a demonic panther and a white beard. <laughs> yeah. So wow. yeah, it's um. It was a resounding success. Wow. It's entering mass production next month. It's got an effective radius of about one kilometre, but it's better than an electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Now, it, you've been trying to robot bait me, but I'll tell you something even more terrifying, way more terrifying than this crop protector that I heard on Joe Rogan. I didn't look into this myself, but um, what's the catchphrase, guys? You, the listener, That's are it. the fact checker. I heard on Joe Rogan that DARPA have in development field-based robots, war robots, that feed on organic material. Yeah, we went through this. But they're they're designed to feed off dead bodies. We've been through it. Yeah, I mentioned it in the Terminator 2. Oh, I must have been quite drunk. Yeah, I was right in that episode. It it feeds (laughs) off... um, yeah, like chicken remains and things. And, and human remains. Oh, well, shit, no, it's in the back. I remember because yeah. it's like green. Organic matter. Yeah. It will feed off the dead bodies of the enemy it's on the battlefield. Yeah, it will fire its missiles. and. Well, that's it, logical for a machine. Well, yes. Yeah. You know, it's Logically body, terrifying. It's just going to decompose. Mm. I might as well use it for energy. Yeah, it's going to waste, bloody human yeah. body. Never mind dignity. It's, it's, like probably... that, it's like that bit in Red Dwarf when uh, Crichton has his guilt chip removed. That's <laughs> <laughs> sitting around that fire eating yeah. it. Well, it's lovely yeah. chicken, this is. It's a, yeah, and he's like, oh, it's not chicken, sir. It's a, it's a human I found. Uh, <laughs> it's like, a waste to leave him lying there. I, I, I reasoned uh, as you eat chickens. Um, it says something like, otherwise you'd just be picking on the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of got a point, actually. But... <laughs> Yeah, well, cannibalism's quite bad for you in the long run. <laughs> so, yeah. So imagine when this crop protector also feeds off the thing it eats. So let's break that. Well, we might be repeating ourselves then if we'd be... But we were drunk. This might be the <laughs> first episode. So the machine eats organic matter and then somehow breaks that down and turns that into electrical fucking power yep. then. Oh, Lord. So they'll just be self-sustaining killing machines. Yeah. Wow. Fuck you yep. guys and the robot bit. Because you know robots are my... If this is your first episode, hi, I'm Gaz. I love robots. Fictional robots. All my favourite fiction is usually centred around robots, mechanoids, cyborgs. But when it comes to real life, I don't want that shit. I don't want, I want it to be a cool little plastic thing on the shelf. I don't want it kicking in the door of my parents' house and saying, You have not renewed your television licence. And then feasting off their corpses. Yeah. Right? That's going to put a crimp in your day, isn't it? Put a crimp in their day. Yeah. Well, I'll be sad too. But... <laughs> I paid my fucking TV license. People would pay it then. I would then. Can I pay through oral sex? Where's your cyber dick? <laughs> Don't kill me. Oh, cyber dong. Yes, I would offer oral to the cyber dong rather than have it execute me on the spot. It's got no compassion. It'll just do it. It'll just terminate your request and then terminate you. Oh. But don't worry, when I'm leading the resistance against these things, we'll win. Be all right. In happy news, um, you know, last episode you were laughing at me for referring to my girlfriend's house as my, you know, going back to my home. My, I got yeah, that's right. I now have a house key. Wow. So it's official. And it's a Spider-Man house key. 
I was amazed to find that uh, yeah. you could have a whole range of character keys. Fucking twice as expensive as a plain key, of course. Well, so you got Spider-Man on the key itself? On the key itself. Wow. wow. There's Star Wars ones. There's. I'll show you in the break. They'll That's boring they'll, for the listeners. They'll but... stick a fucking logo on anything, won't they? That's late-stage capitalism. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you going to tell us about that soon, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, on a Will Self, uh, you know, Will Self, the legend, Will Self. Yeah, the writer, about. the art intellect. Yeah. Uh, no. He once did heroin on the Labour aeroplane. Was it aeroplane or a bus? He went in the toilets on a plane. Did he? He was a journalist. Yeah, yeah. he's quite... He went on a plane with, like, Tony Blair and, like... Yeah, I didn't know he was a smackhead. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he went in the, in, into the toilets and did heroin and was then thrown off. Um, Fuck. But he's cleaned up now, but he's a massive intellect. Anyway, total tangent. It's not like everybody's doing smack. Smack in airplane yeah, with Tony Blair. But I was listening to it. I watched has... a great video where he meets Carl Pilkington. Oh, fuck, that exists. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm watching, I'm watching that when I get home. It's amazing. Well, so he was talking about, <laughs> he's got a lovely series on the BBC iPlayer, an audio series about um, just visiting sort of towns like Wolverhampton, places like that, they're a bit... Depressing places. Didn't they do that thing recently where they, uh, there was that mm. famous writer that wrote about the Wigan Pier, how poor it was, mm. and they, they recently did it, and they went round, and things are just getting like like it was back in the fucking uh, Victorian well, times. He mentioned something that was quite nice, not nice, but uh, I thought it pertained to what we're going to talk about today. He was just noting what he was seeing, recording to himself, and he'd seen in a quite a nice sort of pristine park... Somebody had dumped an old TV, a tube TV that at one time would have been quite expensive, but it's on surplus to requirements now because it's not a flat screen. Throwaway culture. And a lamp and a, a mattress and some drawers or something. And just a kiddie's plastic a slide. Yes, as is always there. Yeah. But he's just saying, well, that's that's consumer culture, isn't it? It's yeah. just um, even in this nice park that's next to a very downtrodden area. There's still shit that's surplus to requirements because we're all told, hey, that TV once upon a time was fucking yeah, these yeah, yeah. knees, but now it's like, yeah, fuck no that good big now, piece get of rid shit. of it, yeah, it. dump it get in a, a new fucking one. Park. Keep yeah. consuming, keep consuming. This is we'll go into this later. Yeah. Obey, consume, repeat, die, breed as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot breed. In the you, um, what's, what you got? Next one. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the robot baiting, yeah, guys. Good to know you care. Good to. The day, the I'm going to start reggae baiting. <laughs> you have done already. This is my revenge. <laughs> okay. So um, from the Daily Star on Sunday, well. alien life confirmed. Frenzy a sphere UFO orb spotted over lake on Google Earth. Okay. The footage has emerged from Google Earth, which proves we are not alone in the Earth. That's terrible. That's a large really? statement. It proves we're, we're not alone in the Earth. Not even allegedly proved. They believe in the hollow earth, obviously. Ah, uh, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fucking hollow earth. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, here's the video. Uh, he types in the coordinates, and all of a sudden, you've got this fucking massive floating giant UFO hanging over the top of what looks like the... Uh, it looks like a giant mushroom, doesn't it? It kind of does. With a brain? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a mushroom with a brain? It looks yeah. to me like... You know... Do you know what vinyl pop figures are? Those little oh yeah, the little Funko Pop things Funko, with the big yeah. heads and the like bodies. A short body and a big head. Think of a Funko Pop figure wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, or is that Paradolia? And is it a UFO? Ah, Paradolia, where you see faces in objects because yeah. oh, we're programmed yeah. to see that. Well done. There you go. Yeah. Learning with Ben. <laughs> Learning with Ben. I occasionally have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> <What> a... <laughs> 
Is that not just a cloud passing in front of a part of the mountain? I don't know, but viewers, it is on the dailystar.co.uk. Um, go and check it out. It's um, it's interesting, isn't it? If nothing else. Mm. Do you I see reckon it? it's swamp gas. Ah. Do you see the one in the bottom right <laughs> corner of the screen? Have you seen that one? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. No. Can you explain to the listeners what that so one is? So that's in, is it Antarctica? Or? It was, yeah, yeah. And you could see, coming from the mountain range, something has obviously uh, slid through the snow, leaving a, a wake in its path, and it's a long cylindrical object. It's, it's, like, a, it's like kilometres wide, uh, long as well, mm. isn't it? Although, I have heard, I read the official, not that this is true, <laughs> but the official denunciation of this, uh, it's not a cigar-shaped UFO that's clipped the, people think it looks like it's clipped the mountains because there's some debris, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit the snow and left the trail. Um, the official story is that it's unfortunately, not to get excited because it's just some rocks, it's a long cylindrical, not cylindrical, a long cigar-shaped cigar shaped piece of rock which is just broken free and slid down basically yeah it does look a bit like a sex toy it is kind of dong shaped yeah um, space dong what, what do you think on that one yeah UFO yeah I, I don't know it looks weird to me I yeah. think maybe if not UFO is it not some sort of US drone or something along those lines that they don't want to admit yeah, it could be black. It could be uh, yeah, black ops, black tech, yeah, covert tech. Yeah. yeah. No, rock fell down. Speaking of UFOs, guys, have you seen the uh, the third instalment of the Pentagon UFO? I have not. No, I haven't seen it yeah. either. Oh, it's, it's just been released a couple of days freaky. ago. But it's not so good as the others. Oh. It's basically just a little sort of a uh, ball mm. of light, just sort of speeding across water, sort of thing at a distance. In the crosshairs, like you can't see anything. Well, even so, if it's in crosshairs, they were tracking it. They must well, this was released by Tom De- Tom DeLong uh, his company, and his company, yeah. and he mm. says it's government approved. Oh, the small things. Yeah. Sorry. Don't sue me, Apple. Don't kick me <laughs> I don't think that was enough seconds to get thrown off. So there's two uh, UFO stories there <laughs> on the same page. I'm sorry, I guess I'm the next headline. What's <laughs> <laughs> the next one? Oh. Uranus gapes wide open for blasts of hot wind. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Uranus opens wide on a daily basis to let in blasts of solar wind. Then it clenches shut again, scientists have claimed. They've used the word yeah. clench entirely yeah. on fucking purpose. <laughs> I there are plenty of, of other words for close. Contract. Can, yeah. can, uh, oh, guess what opened itself? I, I just said there no. are many words and I could only think of one. But clenches is not top of the list for no. words that mean close. The solar Still, systems, top marks for comedy reasons, yeah. so much. The solar system's rudest planet has been in the headlines <laughs> a lot lately as NASA prepares to probe its gassy depths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uranus. Yeah. Oh, bless it. Look, it's got a little ring. <laughs> the study suggests that Uranus's magnetosphere, the region defined by the planet's magnetic field and the material trapped inside it, Gets flipped on and off like a switch every day as it rotates along with the planet. I just like when I stick my cock in my girlfriend's Uranus. <laughs> oh, she could just listen to this. No, no, no I hope not. <laughs> and I ruined the joke by saying Uranus and not anus. It was shit anyway. <laughs> Sorry. So there we go. I just thought I was in an yeah. um, line. But before we uh, we sort of skipped over the last the story before. Sorry, guys. What do you think of uh, the two alien things on the? 
like seriously, jokes aside, what do you think the thing that slid in the snow is? The thing that slid in the snow could be either uh, is it? It's this, you know bluntly, it's it's a UFO, isn't it, or, or certainly a crashed UFO because it's unidentified. It doesn't mm. look. It didn't look much like a rock from the pictures I saw. No, it, it looked like it had stuff on it. And it had a sort of like, bulbous end to it. It did. You know, it looked yeah. a bit like a dart or an arrow or a penis. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so maybe we, the wings were smashed off as it clipped the rocks and then went down into could, the snow. Yeah, who knows? But it could, it could have been some solar warden. Mm. And how about the orb? Uh, the, do you think yeah. that's just a visual? It's interesting. It was found on Google Earth, unless they've just put it into troll people. Mm. Who knows? Who knows with this stuff being linked by, and leaked a lot by the of... Pentagon? It means that, you know, mm. there's some validity to this stuff now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're getting aliens soon. I do. Are we being prepped? Yeah. Although, in all fairness, the first article, both articles were featured in the Daily Star. Mm. And, you know, as much as we love the star... But is there something to it? The fact that they're not in UFO... Um, UFOlogist, conspiracy theory type... It's not being specifically aimed at those people. It's being put in the most common denominator newspaper. The, you, who goes to the Daily Star? It's your taxi... No, I'm massively stereotyping. <laughs> It's your working class... Builder, taxi driver, yes. labourer, road worker. Yes. So why is this information being aimed at your, your average man? And, yeah. And not aimed at your usual UFO lover, people like us, basically. Yeah, next to the tits. That's exactly <laughs> where it is. I mean, it's next to the tits. Tits and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dream come true. <laughs> well, oh, it's it's it sells papers as well. Yeah. Interesting yeah, stories. It's to sell papers, yeah. But also, they're prepping your average... Because um, mm. you know, people like us can be like, we fucking knew it. Yeah. Like, and actually, this isn't as weird as some of the shit we've read. Yeah. I mean, the Pentagon one is in the New York Times. Yeah. Mm. Probably the most important newspaper in the world. Yeah, certainly one of them up there. I'm trying to think of another, but I can't at the minute. Hey, Louie, have you read what it says in the goddamn New York Times? <laughs> Freaking aliens, man! <laughs> <laughs> It just seems as if people just didn't seem to respond yeah. to it. Hey, yeah, I know, Louis. Fucking Mexicans. <laughs> They're all the Mexicans. No, not Mexicans. <laughs> Actual fucking aliens, man. <laughs> <laughs> Little fucking green man. <laughs> I say to say like macho man. <laughs> oh yeah, when the aliens come down. <laughs> oh, he would just elbow drop them from the top. I will lay you on the mat. One, two, three. Elizabeth. Uh... Sorry. Um, <laughs> R.I.P.D. Randy Savage. Oh, what a guy. And what a name. Come on. Yeah. For fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, it's great. Randy doesn't mean the same thing in America as it does here, but anyone who puts Savage as their surname. <laughs> And then Randy in front of me. <laughs> and Macho Man. That's <laughs> it, just to drive the point home. <laughs> if you didn't realise, I'm kind of a man. <laughs> you should think that maybe that's some uh, some kind of rapist name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're all Randy Savages in our nature. We all have been at some point. We're all, nothing wrong with being a Randy Savage. <laughs> 
So yeah, we've gone from aliens, Pentagon to Macho Man, and that's why I love this podcast. Uh, Yay! And we are. Any more news? Yeah. Can I go for a piss? Because we're forty. That's also why I love this podcast. News. (laughs) Which is this is like the extent of weird news. Uh, This just in: Ben Carter of the podcast Apocalypse (laughs) Bull in the post truth apocalypse is in desperate need of a piss. (laughs) And I'm making it last longer by still talking. (laughs) Press pause. We're back. Hello. How do? Never knew we were gone, did you? Okay, next piece of news. Vatican launches exorcism course to battle threefold surge in demonic possession. Oh, wow. didn't we feature on this a couple of weeks it ago? Was an this, island, keeps yeah. an island. Up. this keeps coming mm. up. There's a rise in quote-unquote possessions. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you going to make of that? The Vatican is introducing exorcism training for Italian priests to cope with the surge in demand for the expulsion of evil spirits. Requests have tripled of late. Oh, wow, well, there you go. I'd love to do one. That'd what, be awesome. What, what do you guys... And obviously I can't, because I don't believe in God, so... But, what do you think of it? Well... I think it's mental illness. I just think people... I was are... going to say, it's mental illness and attention-seeking on the rise. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you well, know what, guys? Funny enough, yeah. I think it might be. It says here, the occult market in Italy is booming, according Fuck to a 2017 it. consumer report which claims 13 million people turn to psychics and pseudo-healers annually. You would expect when you've got a a, a very Catholic country, just fuels... Catholicism's like the most superstitious out of all the Christian bits, isn't it? All the Christian denominations. You You know what I think it is? I think they're losing business to these psychics and pseudo-healers. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. They're fucking... Well, the church used to have a fucking iron grip on that shit, didn't it? You had a monopoly on made-up shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought you were on the fence, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> not with I fucking am, religion. I am, I am, but you know. I oh no, you're on the fence. Let's be specific. I'm not putting words in your mouth. What's your mind? What's your line? Don't put anything in my mouth. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't think you're on the fence about religion. You're on the fence about God. Yeah. The concept of God, the concept but actually God. dogmatic fucking Catholic, you know, whatever religions. Yeah. Well, I mean, a God, a God could be a 13 year old girl. An alien girl Steady. using us, using <laughs> our planet as a project. A, you know, a universe as a, as project. a science project. As a science project. Yeah, we don't know. Um, like that Rick and Morty episode where Rick's car is powered by another civilization in a cube <laughs> who are like constantly treading on two paddles and they have to do it. They're told that if they do it for an hour a day, everyone does it for an hour a day. In the multiverse. Then it will give them all the power they ever need. Well, it does, but it also gives them so much power. It powers Rick's flying saucer. Yeah. But then the scientist in the, in the battery universe creates a smaller universe, another universe inside it, who he tells him to do something else to power his universe. Well, that's so the multiverse. So we could be a universe and a universe. Yeah, mm. so it's multiverse. Everything you could possibly imagine. In my, um, I'm trying to start a cult called the Church of Insignificance. And, um... <laughs> my God, I'm trying to start a cult. <laughs> yes. Um, Can I be one of the head people of this cult? You may, well, you? I've written, I think this is a great money spinner. I've written a 5,000 word manifesto. How much time do you have on your hands? Hey, I have a full-time job. So I, do I. I don't have time to write 5,000 word manifestos. It's easy to just In between out. masturbating and playing football manager. <laughs> You're serious? You so wrote a 5,000 word I wrote a 5,000 word manifesto, which I will share with you guys. Um, and basically, my idea in the Church of Insignificance is to try and teach your average person who's never thought of these sort of things that... Not only are you insignificant in your own actual life, but you add on to that infinite number of infinite universes. And fuck me, you're, le- you're insignificant. We need a new word. So <laughs> there's no point being stressed out about what yeah. your boss said. 
or what your sister said or something because you're literally smaller than a gnat's testicle in even smaller than that anyway one of the lines from my manifesto that i'm proud of is if you're a bit next time you find yourself being jealous of your neighbor's flashy car right just think to yourself, not only in one of the multiverses is there a universe where he was definitely run over by his own car, <laughs> it gets better. There's also a universe where his car became sentient, transferred its own consciousness into the body of a giant cybernetic gorilla and <laughs> fucking raped your neighbour to death. So rather than fucking being jealous hell, and coveting his new BMW, just be content in the knowledge that somewhere in the multiverse he's taking gorilla cock like a champ so don't be jealous of him so yeah join join my um um if you go to my facebook page there's a link to buy the five thousand word manifesto or if you don't want to buy the paper physical copy with original artwork on front and back by me uh you can download the pdf for free are you plugging and your cult on yes <laughs> i can see this is going to end with gaz taking a lot of lsd but this not is wearing it. sunglasses all the time <laughs> and then forming his own town his own community in a remote south african country called gaz town yeah everyone to drink the flavor no, this is where this is going no this is the beauty of my cult is no because you're no, not on your face on lsd no this is the difference my cult is not... We're never going to have to meet up and have a... All I want my cult is about... Do you have to chop your cock off? No. All my, <laughs> all my cult to join, all you have to do is <laughs> read <laughs> the manifesto and accept your own insignificance. And that's all you've got to do. I'm not, I don't want to meet up. I don't actually talk to you or have contact with humans. Ew. Um, I want just to There's fucking... It's like an open university yes. type of cult. Yes. Yeah, but don't, Boo. But it's tax free. Why aren't you taking advantage of the fact people may send you money? If they buy the fucking physical copy, and I will be making fucking money. How much does the physical copy cost? Two pound fifty. Um, I haven't said. <laughs> <sell, laughs> I haven't. Selling spiritually significant for two pounds. Yes. <laughs> 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 I haven't set up the website yet. Although, if you do go to www.lulu.com forward slash mindfuck, you will get a link. <laughs> and the manifesto is called How to Survive a Fist Fight Down Mindfuck Alley. Um, the cult is called The Church of Insignificance. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I've hijacked have you the podcast. Have you indoctrinated Lulu as well? <laughs> How do you do that, guys? It's a national treasure. <laughs> it's also a self-publishing service. So. Um, yeah, uh, once I've got things, a Facebook page and that, I will take up more of the boys' time to promote it some more next week. So thanks, lads. Um, uh, well, I don't think any more weird news can beat that. <laughs> the fact no. that you started your own Gaz call. Gaz is now a cult leader. Uh, Maybe if I asked you guys nicely, you'd let me read some of the manifesto? Uh, I'll read it first. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say We're going to vet this shit. I'm, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not being um, held responsible for people running off to join your court in Gaztown. Accept <laughs> uh, your insignificance <laughs> and send me £2.50. So, uh, <laughs> Don't send him £2.50. Hey! <laughs> Don't ruin my business practices. <laughs> We do not endorse this call. Hey! Yeah. You yeah. haven't even read it yet. <laughs> they will endorse it. <laughs> Depends how many beers you want to buy me. Fucking, it's a good manifesto. 5,000 words. The word is, thing is manifesto. Yeah, sounds important, doesn't it? It does, but it also sounds like something a crazy person wrote. Fuck you, people write manifestos who aren't crazy. I Politicians think. write manifestos, guys. They're all fucking sociopaths. 
Hey, I get sad when animals get hurt. I'm not a path. I'm not a socio. I'm not a psycho. I'm not one of the paths or a psychopath. That's a shit old British joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to start an innocent cult. Okay. <clears throat> so are we done with the news, do we reckon, boys? Yeah, yeah. So demonic possession on the rise. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. And um, is it time for our regular weekly feature? Yeah, I suppose it is. What's in the reggae box, Ben? Yeah. Here's the theme song. Give me your gun. Come on over there. Put the gun Don't down. show you with the box. Who's in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my sin. Oh, what's in the box? I'm taking give me the what's gun. What's in the fucking box? Put the gun. You just told him. You lie! You're... What is in the reggae box, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> um, this week I'm putting Nigel Farage in the in the reggae box. Hey! Because. Hey! Um, well, I love anyway, he doesn't know. He's a right-wing politician in Britain who tried to get into Parliament seven times and failed every time. He was former head of UKIP, former Tory hedge fund banker, multi-millionaire, yet man of the people. He's a millionaire. Multi-millionaire. Although he claims he's broke, I very much doubt it. He's a gammon-faced fuck weasel. But yeah, man of the people, as he's uh, as he's pictured in that gold elevator with Trump. Mm. Well, recently he's tonguing Trump's backside a lot. And uh, while I understand this may not be popular with everyone who listens to this podcast, I'm not sure if we've got any Farage fans or not. I'd probably assume not. Um, but if you are, you may get slightly irate, so don't contact me because I really can't be arsed to point out what a cunt he is to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, Rage Against the Machine. He's, he's launched himself a podcast and it's called Farage Against the Machine. Which, to give him credit, is a good fucking title if your name is Farage. It's a good pun. Begrudgingly. Credit to him, but famous English patriot with a Belgian name. <laughs> but what of the band who Spanish, is to play? Spanish on? wife, is he? Yeah, German, German wife. German yeah. wife. Yeah. Hey, she's who, very he paid a lot of, who he paid a lot of money to to be his assistant. She gives a very going. functional but efficient <laughs> blowjob. It's I not think, necessarily pleasurable, a, but you come on time I every think time. He was actually shagging a Spanish bird uh, on the side, building Look. bridges with Europe or trying to destroy them. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Rage's Machine called him a. Uh, they said. Obviously, they weren't very happy about the pun on their name um, because they said, well, we've been fighting against this kind of, and I'm going to quote, piss weasel. Yeah, what a quote. Um, that just sums him up completely. Piss <laughs> yes, weasel. You don't know who Farage is, just think piss weasel and you've got him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so, yeah, yeah, he's in the reggae box this week, guys, yeah. He's, uh, he's got him. Good. Also, if he wants a fist fight, I'll meet him outside the Elephant Castle in Dorley, 11 o'clock Friday night. Wow, you've <laughs> given up on the actual official, you know, about in the town hall where we'll sell tickets. Now that's you're just Alex literally. Jones. Oh, that's Alex Jones. That's that's Alex Farage, Jones. you just want to street fight that son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know what rules are Farage. This reminds yeah. me of Rocky. The only good bit in Rocky Five. It's the fight, yeah. yeah. No, it's the well, yeah, it is the fight. But right at the end, I mean that film's dog shit. But right at the end, they're in the bar, and Rocky offers him a fight, and the the promoter, the Don King character, oh cheers, jumps in. The Don King character jumps in and says, uh, only in a ring. Tommy Gunn only fights in a ring. And what does Rocky say? My ring's outside. Whoa, yeah. And then they go party night at the bar and there's a big street fight. So that's going to be you and Farage. I'm down for that. And then, what, before you even get outside, the though, window, I'm yes. going to say that before you even get outside, so he's like, oh, right, then yeah, I'll bloody jolly fight you in the street. And while he's on his way out the door with his back to you, that's when you plunge the broken pint glass. <laughs> through the back of his neck and it comes out his throat and he just fucking bleeds out right there in the doorway. 
I have to go through his heart, though, to make sure, because, ah, you know, okay. he, he is probably a reptilian. Mm. Remove the head. That'll come after. As soon as you do the heart, that'll take him down, <laughs> and then... Yeah, yeah. So fuck you, Farage. I was going to hit him over the back of the chair or something, so you've got further than I am. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make it last. Oh, okay. Oh, you can... And he probably doesn't want to spend the rest of his life in prison. <laughs> yeah, I guess I sort of, sort of don't really want to kill him unless the revolution comes. Oh, I just, mean, allegedly. Just a I mean, normal fist I'm, fight. I'm, I'm on dangerous territory there. Uh, yeah, I guess the fist fight oh, outside a pub. When the revolution comes and he's up for crimes against the British people, then that, then you can do what you want. Right, well, he's mine then. <laughs> I listen to really pathetic... I'll do it in the gladiatorial arena we'll set up. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to this audio documentary today about this group of people who are... I wish I could remember their name, but they're sort of using the Magna Carta to peacefully resist the government. They claim that the government is... And the Queen and, and all her associates are um, uh, unlawful because of some clause in the Magna Carta and 40 of them... Wow. Wow. ...marched to a police station and were like... We want you to arrest the names on this list because they're traitors. And the couple was like, yeah, and uh, you leave that with me. And um, <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for contribution. And uh, yeah, He's really thinking, oh, how much paperwork I've fucking yeah, out they, now. They didn't get far. And apparently some, there's a lot of character people that say they're misunderstanding the Magna Carta. Yeah. They're interpreting it in their sort of way. But anyway, yeah, it's yeah, apparently... Interesting, interesting. We can overthrow the government, apparently. Maybe. Well, but more than 40 of us need to turn up to a police station <laughs> in Birmingham. That's like the old Thor Ragnarok with that blo- stone bloke. And Fuck, like, yeah. that film's good. I watched it again Friday. God, night. it's good. It was, yeah, it is, it is fun. It's amazing. And you're not even going to watch the previous ones. You can just get into it. Yeah. I haven't seen the second Thor movie because I heard it was nah. dog shit. Ah, it's not dog shit, but it's not. I've seen that, yeah. It's not that good, but it's not dog shit. I didn't really like the first one, to be fair. I don't, I don't, I don't I think like his, his individual films are better than... Mm. There's no Marvel. The there's no Marvel film that I dislike. They're just on different levels of like. There's none that I dislike actively at all, to be honest. But that's me. Um, shall we get into this week's yeah. meat and taters? Let's call a call a pause though, if that's okay. Yeah. Should have gone before. Oh, pause. So we're back, and so we'll move on to the main thrust of War. this week. Woof. For thrust. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. D. Rick Mayo would have been 60 yeah. this week, oh. as we record. Basically, the 2008 banking crash and conspiracies were in there of... The global banking conspiracy. Global banking conspiracy. Okay. Right, so basically, it's biggest financial crash since 1929, which is, of course, is Black Monday. Mm. Uh, and it's not actually true, is it, that the stockbrokers are throwing themselves at the window? Yeah, it is, yeah. Is it? I thought that was a myth. No, it was. A legend. People lost all their money, all their fortunes, yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, Lehman Brothers, which you thought was a major American bank, went bankrupt. Merrill Lynch, AIG, they sponsor Man United, don't they? They do. Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, HBOS, the Royal Bank of Scotland, Bradford and Bingley, Fortis Hypo and Alliance and Leicester were all bailed out by respective governments. Ireland's sure. banking system went completely tits up. Iceland jailed all theirs, though. They did. Yeah, yeah. You know that three private banks were allowed... After deregula- deregulation, Iceland to borrow a sum more than ten times the global GDP of Iceland. Fuck. Yeah, that's why they went belly up. And didn't well, they? It all kind of. Although the American banks did go when they went yeah. and ours, did a couple of ours as well, massively. Um, the Iceland it first kind of kicked off in Iceland, didn't it? Really. Yeah. And because that guy, the Icelandic guy, owned West Ham, didn't he? I've got no idea. Yeah, he, he bought West Ham. He was this Icelandic billionaire. And 
he lost all his money and the club went belly up they went down well even somebody who's as a, I would say numerically illiterate as myself can understand the simple principle of if you borrow more than you can afford to pay back you go bankrupt I personally have experience of uh, borrowing more than I could afford to pay back and dealing with the consequences so uh, <laughs> I don't know what Iceland were expecting really or anybody else you know what I mean? Yeah. How could you borrow more than you can afford to pay back? You start to lose your possessions well, you're then. Gambling. And and eventually you lose your freedom. There was, so, um, sorry, there's one. I'll give you a little stat actually. Right, one bank who I can find is yeah. It was the Carlisle Group. Yeah. They admitted the fund their funds couldn't repay their debts, and for every one dollar of equity, they had thirty two dollars worth of debt. So that's right. what you're looking at there. 32 times what yeah. you've got. Leverage of 30, 32 times, yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get into all the heavy shit, let me read you a poem. All right. You're going to like it. Yeah. It was written by um, the famous poet called Iron Maiden <laughs> from the early 2000s about this crash. I'd prefer to just play the fucking song because it's amazing and it won a Grammy. Yeah, uh, wow. The only one they've ever had, if I remember right. Um, got to tell you a story on a cold winter's night. You'll be sailing for glory before you know what is right. So come on over here now, I've got a vision for you. It's my personal snake oil, it's just something I do. I'm the jester with no tears and I'm playing on your fears. I'm a trickster smiling underneath the mask of love and death, the eternal lie I've told about pyramids of gold. I've got you hooked at every turn, your money's left to burn. You'll be wanting a contract, you'll be waiting a while. I'd like to give you my contact, but that isn't my style. Well, you only get one chance, and it's too good to miss. If I didn't lie to you, then I wouldn't exist. Greed, lust, and envy, pride. It's just the same old, same old ride. The smoke and mirrors visions that you see are just like me. I'm a clever banker's face with just one letter out of place. I know someone just like you, know someone just like me. Eldorado, come and play. Eldorado, step this way. Take a ticket for the ride. Eldorado, streets of gold. See, my ship is oversold. You get one last chance to try. So gone is the glory and gone is the gold. Well, if you knew the story, how come it has to be told? You could say I'm a devil and I wouldn't say no. But out here on the dark side, hey, on the dark side, hey, on with the show. So then my tale is told, big and bad and twice as bold. The ship of fools is sinking and the cracks begin to grow. There is no easy way for an honest man today, which is something you should think of as my lifeboat sails away. Ah. So essentially, yeah, snake oil salesman, promises, greed. Yep. We're the fools. Three of gold. Who get on the sinking ship that's already fucking pissing with water. Now guys fucking alluded to it. I don't mind giving personal details here uh, on the cast not too personal but yeah I am one of the fools who sailed who went for the ship of gold I borrowed all the money I spent all the fucking money yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie I had a fucking <laughs> good time spending that money it is nice to have that big but then range, isn't it? And... then they came calling mm. then they wanted their money back and they lent me way more than I could afford to feasibly pay back. Well, should we go into how this all so, works then? Fuck them! Tell me! Why did they ruin me? 
it's called fractional reserve banking, what the banks use, okay? Basically, they get nine times the original deposit they create. Okay. Okay? So the, the Fed, or the central bank, buys government debt in exchange for a check. Right. Okay, the Fed deposits the money in private banks. Okay. So banks only have to keep 10% in reserve. So for every billion, they create 9 billion by loaning out. So they loan out nine times what they get in. <coughs> Basically, yeah. So, yeah. All right, okay. So, that's, little... so there's money they haven't got. Which is why they could afford to transfer me money that never existed and say, have at it. Yeah, it's just numbers on a screen but to then, them, isn't it? The it's money not... I give back to them does fucking exist, though. Mm. Well, it exists well, if I drew well, it out. it exists to you because you uh, drew it out and physically had the cash in your hand. Then it exists, yeah. Then it exists, doesn't it? Yeah. You're, what they're transferring to you is electronic numbers, which you're then converting into currency, which doesn't technically isn't really anything worth anything at that point. Should we let Ike explain? Yeah. Which, oh, before. Okay. Yeah. I'll just counterbalance. <laughs> oh, hang on. Are I, are I more rational than David Ike? I've got, one, <laughs> I've got one very tiny quote, two sentences um, before Mr. Wright. This is from the founder of the Bank of England, William Patterson, who said. The bank hath benefit of interest on all monies which it creates out of nothing. Yep. The fucking founder said that. So, what's Ike's baby saying? I don't know, Saint just, Ike, just before we start, St. Ike's got a look on his face at the start of this video, like he's like really he's... seen something he doesn't like. <laughs> or he's squeezing one out. <laughs> I think he's just seen like someone holding a sign uh, up saying, you're a prick, Ike. Constipation face, that is, <laughs> to me. He's definitely not happy yeah. about You know what I learned about Ike this week, though? Sorry, the derailing us already but I didn't realise because he doesn't mention this in his books he's a fucking massive bigamist and like oh no no bigamy is when you marry more than one in it he wasn't a bigamist no 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 not a bigamist don't sue me you weird handed freak uh, saint freak um, allegedly allegedly he, he had a lot of wives and girlfriends at the same time who were all in knowledge of each he's a freaky mofo is what I'm he saying he's to put it about he, he's an he's the messiah he's an <laughs> Alistair Crowley-esque shagger is what I'm saying. He's not up to Crowley's level. No, I there's no goats. No, that, that was an overstatement. So what's he saying about I banking? I bet he ain't snorting cocaine uh, in the goat's anus. It's not just Ike, it's another suave gentleman. Are you calling Ike suave? <laughs> another, another suave gentleman that you'll see and hear in a bit. Okay. Yeah. It's um, interesting how few questions we actually ask about very everyday things like when we go into a bank and we ask for a loan, say fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand pounds, what actually happens? You see, most people live their lives based on a kind of vague image of what happens. What actually happens is you ask for fifty thousand pounds, they type into your account fifty thousand pounds. That's all they do. They don't uh, mint any coins. They don't print any money. They don't move any precious metal anywhere, they just put £50,000 into your account on a computer screen. From that moment, you start paying interest on money that has never, does not, and will never exist. Yeah, he's fine. It turns out that banks actually have about nine times as much money loaned out as they have on reserve in their vaults. This is possible because of what's referred to as fractional reserve lending. The way it works is that the Federal Reserve, or the central bank in any country, is legally allowed to determine the amount a bank must have on reserve. In the U.S., it's currently around 
So if you deposit $10,000 into the bank, the bank sets aside 10% or $1,000 and then loans out the rest of your money. The way it works is say another person comes into the bank and asks for a car loan of $9,000. At this moment, the bank loans out the $9,000 from your original deposit. It isn't there anymore. The borrower then pays the person selling the car and they go deposit the money into another bank, which is part of the same central banking system. This $9,000 is treated as a new deposit and the process continues. The money gets redeposited and reloaned until the initial deposit of $10,000 becomes $100,000. The banking system just created $90,000 by loaning out your money. Apparently it began with the goldsmiths in the 17th century when people were trading in gold. Gold was heavy to carry around so people stored the actual metal in vaults and traded receipts instead. Those receipts were the first paper money. Since only a few people would withdraw their gold at any given time, the vault owners, basically the new bankers, began creating receipts for more metals than they actually held. They loaned out those receipts and charged interest on money, gold, that they didn't really have. That's how our so-called fractional reserve system was born. In this system, the bankers get to make up money out of nothing while the rest of us have to work hard to earn it. It has created a modern form of serfdom where the mass of society is now working to pay off their debt to the banks. And that's a good quote by uh, Henry Ford. Anyone come across that one? No, but I know about him. He was a Nazi piece of shit. In 1922, apparently, he said, It is well enough that people of the nation do not understand our banking and monetary system, for if they did, I believe there would be a revolution before tomorrow hey, morning. hang on. Have you got that? This just shows you the um, way you should check everything, because Ooh. I've got that same quote, um, but the website I got it from attributes the quote to Andrew Jackson, former president. Uh, the full quote he says is, and uh, he was writing to, according to the site I went to, writing to um, a group of um, investors who were asking him, trying to persuade him to renew their charter. He said, quote, you are a den of vipers. I intend to rout you out. And by the eternal God, I shall rout you out. If the people only understood the rank injustice of our money and banking system, there would be a revolution before morning. So I don't know, either Henry Ford yeah. said it or the president said it. Either well, way. I actually heard it wasn't Henry Ford. It was a senator speaking mm. about it, oh. quoting an earlier um, uh, Ford reference in a book, which is similar. Okay. Well, Maybe just, it's a similar turn of phrase. But well, you, anyway, you it's get a good the quote. Anyway. <laughs> you get I'm, the gist. If your average man in the street had a true understanding of the... Fictional money situation. Yeah, because yeah. that was um, that was quite mental. <sighs> yeah. In all fairness. That's so basically, a bank is given a billion pounds, and they can loan out nine nine another nine billion on top yeah. of that through fractional reserve banking. And where do all the loans go in the end? To people who can't afford cool. to pay. Well, well personal bank, loans. To get a personal loan, you have to secure happens, your own. Yeah. Fucking... What happens when you loan loan out though, and uh, you pay back? You pay back to the bank. Mm. Yeah. So the bank 
he's, he's getting $10 billion per $1 billion for free. Yeah. Eventually, it's all going to come back. Okay? And then there's interest on top of that. They charge interest. Yeah? yeah. So that so they get all that money back, Gaz. Yeah. Where does the interest come from? Well, that's to come it. from the existing money supply that wasn't mm. provided by the banks. Right. So that's what causes booms and busts. When that supply... Yeah, when runs. people can't pay their debts, it all, yeah. and then the bad debt gets wiped. Mm. Well, Mr. People Ike... lose millions, apart mm. from the rich people that can afford to take the impact and yeah. then buy up all the small yes. things. Well, that that's what I was about to say. Mr. Yeah. Ike was the first to describe to me, not personally, I don't know him, yeah. <laughs> he was the first time Shame. I saw the idea of, of him saying that these crises can be, um, these financial crises can be induced by the banking system as to the way he described it, kind of, uh, so nobody can pay for things anymore, property and all that, and then you sort of send out a dragnet then, dun, and then scoops dun, back dun. in, well, scoops back in all the property and things that can't afford to be yeah. paid for, back into the property and control of the, the, um, of the bank and these people, and then we wait a few years and start lending it out again. Um, so who was that actually... No, so at no point, no, because because they're all making money. Yeah, they've just gone. Well, that's yeah, okay. Well, they control the they control the governments. They allow it. Well, yeah, because they're giving the government the money. Because obviously, every they're bribing loans, the politicians every, every government to loans. vote for, to vote for the um, the bills that aid them to continue doing. Yeah, it. Also, every government loans money. There's not one country in the world that isn't no. a massive and debt so, to itself. Should we go? Should we treat? Imagine I'm. The listener now, uh, I'm your average simpleton doesn't understand. And like going me. back to that video, <laughs> hey, uh, with the gold, with the gold. Yeah. So you're keeping your gold in one place. Yeah. And you're giving paper to represent the gold. Yeah. But you're selling paper nine times right. what you've but, got. But in it started. It started as a practical yeah. thing of like the gold's hard to move around. You know, here's yeah. the paper. Yeah. But then they wrote more papers than they did yeah. have gold. Well, it's worth mentioning now, since 1971, when Nixon, Nixon took to the gold standard, yeah, and we the Brits followed and everyone else did, that it's a fiat currency now, which means it's not backed by anything. What so you it? can have a million pounds in the bank, and it's not it's only worth what the government tells you it's worth. Can we define yeah. the gold standard, then? Well, in the past, before mm. 1971, you had a million pounds in the bank, yeah. you can exchange that for equivalent in gold. The exact equivalent exact in gold. Exact equivalent in gold. Everybody yeah. could do that. That's why it's a pound coin. It used to be a pound yeah. gold. Right. But okay. now, say for Zimbabwe, when they had hyperinflation, yeah. and it cost a million Zimbabwean dollars to buy a loaf of bread, oh. they can't know, go and you, get... Yeah. It's a million. Uh, the million's not worth a million now. It's mm. worth 20p. That's the same as the Weimar Republic in Germany, Weimar which obviously Republic. led to the rise of... Fascism? Yeah. Oh, wow, there's a fucking theory, conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, no, no, Ben, you're misusing the word fascist. If you don't recognise all the genders, you're a fascist. It's not controlling nations through currency and economics and then wiping out entire races of people. It's not calling me Z if I want to be Z. <laughs> fascist! Oh, man. Well, you're still not a fucking transformer. <laughs> hey, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, more swearing from the podcast that once encouraged one reviewer to say it, we made him ashamed to be British. Come on, just practice with me. Of course, because the bank's gone. Sorry, what are you going to say? I was just going to say, just practice with me. Lord Megatron. You can do it. <laughs> Come on. No? Fuck okay, so tell me off. some more banks. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, the fact that interest has to come out the existing money supply, yeah, mm. um, it means that there's a, an exponential growth on interest. Therefore, a country must continue growing its GDP mm. to pay off the debts because the interest keeps going up. Or um, make massive cuts. Yeah. Or make massive cuts, yeah. And so what happens when a country wants to gain its GDP? It needs more resources, it needs to yeah. go to war, it needs to... Well, it just needs to, it needs to invest in its infastructure well, as well, so it needs money yeah. to pay for factories and you know, create yeah. jobs, etc, etc. And the US wanted more oil, so they went into Iraq and got it, basically. And is oil Allegedly. kind of now like the gold reserve? Yeah, it's a petrodollar now, basically, yeah. That's it, that's why I've heard that phrase. Yeah. That's what it actually means. That's one of those phrases I've heard, yeah. but never truly understood. It's, it's not backed up by anything, they use, it, they use a trade right. in oil now. Right. The Saudis allowed us to do that. Right, the petrodollar, wow. Yeah. I actually heard this interview from a guy I used to know many years ago who went to Iraq, and mm. he said he heard... As a he soldier. Was a, or a as a soldier. Okay. Um, he's part of my unit, he went to there, and he mm. came back and he said he was speaking to some bloke out there who worked for an oil company, because they were escorting the oil workers about, and he said the reason, he reckoned the reason that the, they went to war with Iraq was because Iraq, Saddam's oil embargo was coming to an end, and uh, they wanted to chart trading in euros... Rather than dollars, which already would have destroyed the American economy, because yeah. Iraq had the fourth, world's fourth largest reserve of oil. Mm. Yeah, and none of it had been touched. So the US from internal consumption, yeah. nothing had been exported, nothing had been used. Well, hang on, they said the reason we went <laughs> over there to fight no, was yeah, because he potentially yeah, yeah. had. I believe the phrase was WMDs, weapons of mass destruction. That's why, not because of. We bank our entire financial system is based on how much fucking oil we've got. Yeah, well, the thing is, it would have wiped out the Saudis, which in turn would have wiped out the Yanks, because the Saudis technically, I keep saying Yanks, <laughs> the Americans, who keeps, who uh, isn't 15% of the American economy basically Saudi Arabian? It might be higher than that. Something like nowadays. that. Nowadays. I don't know, but 7% but... of the economy is fucking hot dogs. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we love you. It's all right. No, it's all right because our listeners are in San Francisco where they don't uh, eat all that. They're more spiritual. They're more, you know, organic, uh, holistic, yes. ballistic, holistic, oh, holistic. Listen, ballistic. Have you noticed how holistic people have halitosis? <laughs> Sorry, that's I'm being fucking right. That's that's my attempt at some Dr. Seuss. Um, Do you want to see the world debt clocks? Ooh, oh, hello. I'm always in favour of a world clock. These are the debt, world debt clocks of the world. My personal favourite being a... Oh, my God, that's just spinning. Yeah. And at the top wow. is the USA with 20.8 trillion. And going up. And going up every second. Just to paint a uh, But so a is their picture. GDP. Well, hang on. To paint a picture for the listener, so Mike has brought up this website. Which, is it literally us.com? It's the world debt clock. Worlddebtclock.org. Um, and a US debt clock.org, but this is the world. So it has a list of countries um, with their national debt. And as we are looking at this, each um, national debt is, is just flipped. The counter is just going over and over and over and over and over like a stop clock. It's going about 10 million a second, I'd say. Wow. Wow. So I did debt- see a good quote on this, though, that said the world is in however many trillion dollars of debt. Who do we owe it to? Yeah. The fucking Decepticons. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who are... You're just trying to get the fucking world debt, aren't you? That's what you're trying to do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Decepticon. I Pay me the money. Did not, Is that what you're trying to do? I did not specify which faction of Transformer. Just because I chose the name Lord Megatron does not mean I'm I identify with the Decepticons. Don't pursue my politics. <laughs> I'm a Transformer first. Yeah. 
my faction comes second. I'm not at liberty to reveal my faction. Ugh, well, yeah. Got Why don't you dye your hair fucking rainbow colours, eh? Because I'm done with it. Get your nose pierced. I'm alt-right. I'm not a fucking SJW. Yeah, you think you wouldn't last five minutes in an alt-right meeting if you started coming out saying you identify sexually as a Transformer. I don't sexually identify as a Transformer. I have a human girlfriend. I just, in my day-to-day, -day, I'm allowed to identify. Well, it's my protest against the ridiculousness of people being able to you fucking identify. You can't stand there as a cult leader and tell them you're, you're identifying as a robot. And, Have oh, you written a 5,000 word manifesto? Have you written a 5,000 word manifesto? You are not in a no, position... No, I, I don't seem to have the time. You're not in a position to judge my cult. <laughs> I'm I'm very, it could be the insane scrawlings of a madman. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. It could be like the, the nonsense that 5,000 monkeys have typed out and they've just jumbled a few pages together for all we know. Well, you will resume if you your I am fish a million times. 5,000 <laughs> times did a funny little dance and fainted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, bollocks. Wait till I read your manifestos. No. I don't need to write a manifesto. I am the manifesto. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find the UK on there. Oh, there it is. UK... 2.4 trillion. Yeah, what are we at? Gross domestic product? Oh, 2.6. Explain that So is that good? Me. That's good then? No. Uh, well, our GDP is more than our debt, yeah. We've That's got what I Explain that. So it says public debt to uh, gross domestic uh, produce ratio, 93.339%. Britain, yeah. So debt to what we produce. So, so we've got 93% in... of our... Economy is debt, yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Compared to what we actually make. Whereas Japan is 248%. Wow. Yeah. They're not doing well. Not really. Not with not with the debt, is it? No. It, you know. I mean, what do they spend it on, though? Because I mean, they're not, they haven't really got much of a military. I mean, what, what they, they haven't got a military. They, they have a defence force. That's that's kind of it. They're not well, like... they spend it on social things. Don't you? Yeah, but well, roads, tentacle porn, <laughs> hospitals, use panties. use panties in vending machines, cheap sake. They could spend some of that money on my manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Two pound fifty a copy. <laughs> Fuck what Which, these guys say. Should we go into the history of banking? Fucking fascists. Judging history of banking, yes. Um, yeah. I've I, I, got some of this, haven't you? The history uh, of I've banking. got a couple of quotes. I, I know something about the history of banking. I, I know that the um, the Templars were the first to introduce Western banks, pretty much. Weren't they? You, 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 I, I don't know, I think so. Yeah, you, you if you wanted to visit Jerusalem, which had been recently yeah. taken by one of the Crusades, you put some mm. money in a Templar bank, Knights Templar bank, branches all over Europe. Mm -hmm. They gave you a little note. And then as you went along, you drew money out because every pretty much every major city had a temple or every city had a Templar church, therefore a bank. Yeah. They would give you some gold and you would, they would write mm -hmm. you another note, crossing off your, updating your account. And when you got to the Holy Land, you paid them for protection to get to Jerusalem, so that was more money. And yeah, they basically invented mm -hmm. modern banking. They were the first, and then the King of France borrowed a lot of money off them. Couldn't pay it back. The Templars are a fucking... Mm. Uh, an episode on their own. Mm. Oh yeah, I'd like um, to. But it. basically, they had some kind of arrangement with the Pope, which possibly could have undermined Western Catholicism. The Pope gave the King of France an order to say declare them ex ex uh, excommunicated, and they were wiped out on Friday the thirteenth. They basically he sent out orders to all his forces across the country. Friday the thirteenth, you go into these churches, you kill everybody, you take the money. 
or you capture or kill everybody. Mm. And that's why Friday the 13th is considered unlucky. Mm. Oh, there you go, factoids. Well, I have a, a quite an old quote from Mr. Thomas Jefferson, former US president, because um, I think from what, what I was reading today, my history is terrible. Um, but from what I was reading today, I, I could gather at a very basic level that obviously America was a new country and new things were happening. And it was a sort of chance for everyone to try and start yeah. from a fresh start something yeah. new. And uh, this is a quote from Mr. Jefferson. I sincerely believe with you that banking establishments are more dangerous than standing armies and that the principle of spending money to be paid by posterity under the name of funding is but swindling futurity on a large scale. I hope we shall take warning from the example of England and crush in its birth the aristocracy of our moneyed corporations which dare already to challenge our government to a trial of strength and bid defiance to the laws of our country. So straight away from the start, yeah, they were trying to get in, but you had a few good eggs from what I can work out. Yeah, trying on behalf of the people yeah. to generally wrestle some control back. And uh, another brief, I'll do a very quick quote. Um, this is from Nathan Rothschild, and he said this circa 1820. I care not what puppet is placed upon the throne oh, of England to rule the empire of which on which the sun never sets. The man who controls Britain's money supply controls the British Empire, and I control the British money supply. So these yeah. motherfuckers, right from yeah. the start. Well, should we go to the history of the Fed? The Fed is the, that Fed the Federal Reserve. Reserve. Yeah, right. that's the third central banking system in the United States. Um, and President Andrew Jackson, that we've we've touched on. Oh, actually, that I googled vetoed. that quote, and it's actually Henry Ford. President Andrew Jackson vetoed the renewal of the second bank of the US and he started a period of free banking right. and uh, this is what he said in 1832 every monopoly and all exclusive privileges are granted at the expense of the public which ought to receive a fair equivalent the many millions which this act proposes to bestow on the stockholders of the existing bank must come directly or indirectly out of the earnings of the American people. So he was against the banking taking control, the money supply. Yeah. So, yeah, because, I mean, that fractal banking, well, that's 1832, was it you said there? That was, yeah. All right, so that, but that fractal banking has been going on since the Middle Ages, hasn't it? Yeah, but, uh, but periods in the United it, States, they never had it. Ah, I see. They had their own... And, so, and then the federal they, they bank created their own money. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, so that's, that's why, why you no say, need, that's why you no say let's learn from yeah. England. Yeah, there's no need. Too. There's no need to have an intermediary. Intermediary. No, no, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's talking sense. Yeah, the government can just create its own money. It doesn't need to pay the banks. Mm. You know, let them get all the profits. It could go back to the nation. Yeah. So this is why he was against it. But the Federal Reserve Act was passed in 1913, giving the Fed sole responsibility of creating the money supply. Most senators who were against the bill left for Christmas vacation before the vote. Oh wow! Yeah, well that sort of shit happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Very important things get pushed through at like uh, specific times of the year yeah. where there's not a lot of people there. Well, that's how they that think they got today. it through. Yeah. And also, they tag them on to less like mm. controversial yeah. bills, don't they? So, like, say some some bill they'll say, "Oh, we're going to fix the roads in so and so," 
and then I've got no tag. Oh, and also there's this little thing attached <laughs> to it. You can't vote for the common sense one without voting for the one that's utter lunacy. Mm. I've got a couple of quotes about the bill. Representative Charles Lindbergh, senior Republican Minnesota. Wall Street will control the money, the money easily through this bill as they have heretofore. Mm. As in 1913. Is he Charles Lindbergh's dad then, the one that broke the Atlantic? Might be. And Representative Victor Murdoch, Republican Kansas. I do not blind myself to the fact that this measure will not be affected as a remedy for a great national evil, the concentrated control of credit. So even, you know, people against the bill knew what it was going to do. Yeah. Fucking hell. So, yeah. I'm, I'm also mesmerised by those numbers flying up on the screen. I, I think It's I, mental, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping someone's going to change position. <laughs> I, oh, it's not in order. Oh, isn't it? No. Oh, Japan's right. Japan's got 12 million... I, I, I wasn't. I, I, I was, was going to say. I was so mesmerised by watching the numbers going up. How stupid am I? I can't quite. See. Is that lower? Is China lower than the US? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works significantly lower. Isn't yeah. it? So on our screen, it's US top, and then Japan. Well, actually, Canada. I don't, I don't see bad, I think. Argentina in quite a lot. Netherlands. Oh, Norway. Yeah. You wouldn't think Saudi Arabia would have national that much national debt, would you? Oh, mind you, their gross domestic product is fucking huge. It's actually more, isn't it? That's the oil, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not finding its way back into the pockets of the average bloke, is no. it? It's going to the... Yeah, not good. So, should we go into the, the Depression? 1929. Yeah. 4th of September, 1929, there was a major fall in stock prices. Black Tuesday, did you mention that? I did, yeah. And people throw themselves out of yeah. windows. October 29, worldwide GDP dropped by 15%. Well, what brought that on? Because they were called the Roaring Twenties. So is, this, is this the first in that the fractal banking system falling on its arse? Yeah, it's amazing. Because, I mean, booms like, and busts are built into the system. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen Peaky Blinders. It's the 20s. Yeah. It's the Roaring Twenties. He's, Tommy Shell is making shitloads of money. 1929, boom, it's going to be all gone. Yeah, it was stock prices, wasn't it? They all, all fell. Industrial production went down by 46% in the US yeah, and yeah. unemployment went up by 607%. And it created uh, the economic conditions for Nazis in Germany as well. Of course it did, yeah. So it was pretty shitty. Those Jews have got all the money. It's their fault that um, yeah. you're so poor. So the stock, you know, the stock market and the, the bankers created this crash and it destroyed the world. So is it a possibility that it was all planned out to create the rise of fascism, which it could have been enough people managed to stand against this that time, and then well, obviously we know that it you took know, a good sort of twenty nine. It took ten years from the banking crash mm. to the rise of utter fascism, yeah. and we've gone the Great 10 Depression years. was twenty nine to forty one. Forty one, yeah. like forty one around the go, and imagine the well, Western countries were picked yeah. up through war production, weren't they? Mm. So that's the point, isn't it? So we've gone ten years now in a global recession as such. Although well, things have, are things any better now? They're a bit better than they were. A little bit better. Um, Should we go through the two thousand eight? I've got it in detail if you want. I've got the, a very brief timeline I can go through from an article from the um, the Guardian. So go on, then you go through it. So we first entry. This is the 9th of August two thousand and seven when. Uh, oh God! BMP Paribas freeze their funds, knowing they have no way of valuing assets. Right. Then R one Northern Rock. I didn't. I forgot about Northern Rock. Yeah. Didn't that they was a start. Sponsored Newcastle. They did, and then had to that's, withdraw. That, 
Oh, I remember. Yeah, they borrowed large sums of money to fund mortgages for customers as of 14th of September 2007. Um, they're told they need to pay off debt by reselling or scrutinising those mortgages in the international capital markets. Uh, sadly, the demand for that had fallen and they went into liquidation. They couldn't. Uh, they were prompting customers to queue around the block to withdraw their savings. It's the first run on a British bank for 150 years. Mm. I remember it, yeah. I remember all the news stories of because I've been confused, but I'm still confused to be fucking perfectly honest with you. But I kind of understand it. But I remember all the news stories of uh, you know people queued around the block, the block. Yeah. That's an American thing. Queued around the street trying to draw their money out before the bank went under. Remember, this is Britain, and some people just queue mm. for anything. Well, yeah. of some, people, some people were just walking past yeah. them, like, oh, yeah. oh, oh sorry, just, sorry, after. And we sorry, know, even a queue. There's must be something queue. good worth queuing for. I'll yeah. join that queue. Yeah. And we know the banks only have 10% of their reserves, so they couldn't pay everybody. They didn't no. have the money. And everybody no, I, tried to get it out at I once. I seem to recall they had like a 50 quid limit at the counter, something like that. Something like that, yeah, to make sure everyone got a little bit of something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I'd I like to think I bank with... Uh, well. I'm not going to say it. I bank with one of the big boys. I'd like to hope that it, the same thing couldn't happen to them, but of course, in theory, absolutely could, couldn't it? Yeah, of course yeah. it could. It came from the subprime mortgages, didn't it? But this is why I kind of get that. They lent out more than they've got but this is where I'm a little bit confused before we move on to 2008 sorry let's get back to that last depression yeah this is where I'm confused if this is all conspiracy if it's how are they benefiting from the economy being in recession for 10 years surely if companies are booming and everyone's selling and shifting money around everyone's making more money yeah how do the powers that be because the people that are the richest yeah yeah they just hold on to their stuff. They right. they're able to absorb. Take the loss, yeah. like so. There's a fifteen percent drop in GDP. What's fifteen percent if you're a multi-billionaire? Yeah, it's okay. nothing. But if if you're on scraps and you're using fifteen percent your yeah. wage, you know what I mean. You can't afford to eat. Yeah. There's a big difference. Absolutely. So they just wait until everybody crashes or. or Everyone goes bankrupt. They just buy up all the property. Ah, like we said before, the dragnet yeah. that they throw out. Yeah, that's it. So that's why it was in their interest for it to be in a recession for... Yeah, that's why the system of boom and bust. Yeah, so hey, we hang on, though. So we I remember the... Gordon Brown. I remember. Uh, even yeah. I remember The this. end of boom and this bust. This is the end of boom and bust politics. Well, he was full of shit then, wasn't he? Well, yeah. did, did, did you fail? We, and he called that old lady a bigot. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what she was moaning about now. Oh. Who gives a fuck? She wasn't bigot. Uh, <laughs> you got criticised for that as well. That of course, sun, he did. I, I thought that was very harsh. His criticism of that. I mean, so, yeah. So after the depression, yeah, yeah. the US government in uh, they installed an act called the Glass Steagall. Anyone ever heard of that? No. It basically removed it. It stopped. It, it put a, a separation between investment and depository banks. Okay. So your bank that you bank with couldn't go speculating on the futures market with your money. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. only investment banks that did that. Oh, I got you. So if you put the money in, you're taking the risk. If you just want your wages going in, it's there. It's just a steady bank. A bank could only loan money out. You know, it couldn't go and gamble away your money, basically. But yeah. in 1999, Bill Clinton repealed that act. Oh, not Slick Willie. Yeah, Slick Willie. So let's, be, let's, let's face it, though. What he did with that cigar was pretty cool, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, it depends if he lit it afterwards. Yeah, he smoked it. Ah, oh, good on him. That's pretty gangster. You know, used the used it as a sex aid, and then so yeah. So now Northern well, I'm, Rock I'm that. and all these banks can go speculating your money, guys. Right, but previously they weren't allowed. Previously they weren't allowed. Are they allowed now? 
Probably. Well, let's be fucking yeah. perfectly honest. They're not making it. I don't have enough money for them to fucking. Last America, I don't know about here, but I assume it's the same sort of thing. You know, and all this came from Milton Friedman and the Chicago School of Economics and free market capitalism. Ronald Reagan, Maggie Thatcher. Yeah, they thought free market capitalism, the only responsibility of business is to maximise profit. Businesses shouldn't shouldn't be regulated and everything should be run by private business. So you're saying we shouldn't have that statue of man? <laughs> and they, they deregulated everything, including the financial markets. So... Basically, to keep this in with a conspiracy theme, yeah. the politicians in charge, who are probably being paid off by the banks big yeah. time, are making it easier for the banks to loan out everyone else's money. Yeah, and bet on it. And, and bet on it and do whatever they want. And these things, it, these things called and make, derivatives. And make insane bets while yeah. taking massive profits for themselves. Introduce derivatives. So me and Ben, I bet on Ben that he's going to lose money. Gaz will then bet on my bet. Mm. that you'll lose money. Someone will bet on Gaz's bet against my bet, against your bet. That goes on and on. Mm. And that was been happening with mortgages. So people were selling mortgages mm. and people were betting on the outcome of their mortgages. Oh. So once one goes, the whole fucking chain of derivatives, yeah. everyone, so everyone that's, what, that's what the crash, that's what happened in the and crash. And I did hear something interesting, Mr. Madoff, Bernie, because that's what he was yeah. into, when he... The, um, uh, he's one of the few cases of a white-collar criminal who was actually pursued and uh, prosecuted because rich people lost money because of that cunt. Not just your average man in the street, uh. actual fucking wealthy people lost money because <coughs> of him. So that's why he... So that's more important. Of course, because you can't have wealthy people losing money. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, yes, I've still got three houses, but I lost six, man. There used to be nine. I used to have 16 Ferraris. No, well, only yeah. got eight. What's so, going on? So Madoff paid for his crimes, but uh, the people who rip off, because I'm sure there was, for every wealthy person who lost money in that bubble bursting, there was a way more common man in the street who lost everything. Oh, and thousands of people lost their homes. Yeah, and they're not yeah. So giving loans to people that couldn't afford it. Mm. So that they, they, it they go me. to you. Yeah, mm. give you like a, you can have a quarter of a million pound home. Don't, don't mm. worry about it. You know, don't worry about it. I mean, but, there's a, there's a positive... Sorry, sorry. Go I've got a quote here from Sandra Mitchell, a nurse, and he lost her home in 2008 until the Boston Community Capital stepped in. The house cost 212000 and we borrowed the whole amount. Right. Now, nowadays, in this country, I, I applied mm-hmm. for a mortgage a few months back, and they said I, had to have, um, I could have a 15% mortgage yeah. on my wage. Right. That is nothing so, compared to $312,000 per house. And we borrowed the whole amount. In 2008, my husband lost his job and we couldn't keep up with the mortgage payments. They, they, we, we asked them about modifying the loan, but they couldn't, didn't want to work anything out because they didn't want to admit to them that they weren't going to pay that mortgage, so the whole chain would have fell apart. People were betting on them, they yeah. couldn't pay their mortgage. Yeah. So, fuck. But there is a positive side to this. I never got a mortgage, but all the money I borrowed... Yeah, it wasn't a 15%, sorry, 45%. Oh, sorry, Jesus. 45% on top of my wages, I could have had. Well, um, I got in a lot of debt, which I'll never pay. Well, I'm paying back at a, a, a pathetic rate now. <laughs> but basically, I took their money, and I didn't get a house. I didn't get anything that they could take from me. I spent it. Uh, I went to Italy 10 times in two years. 
Um, I did a lot of drugs and a lot of hookers. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah. And that's you why know. you're on resident drug addled, hey, possibly and, 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 transmitted you know, infection disease. And, and the best thing is, it, it wasn't high class hookers and good quality drugs. It was cheap Polish speed and uh, the kind of girls who, probably in all fairness, should have been paying me. I mean, <laughs> some of their genitals were in such bad condition that you, you could have used the vagina lips to reupholster a three piece suite. But, <laughs> Hey, they'll never get that money back. <laughs> and they can't take my house because I don't fucking own one. Can't take my car. It's a company vehicle. Yeah. Fuck you. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, that's <laughs> my personal. What they did. But do that on a grand scale, yeah. though. <laughs> you See, the money they lent me, they're not losing out because uh, it never existed in the first place. They froze the interest on it once you go through the channels yeah. and say, hey, he, he can't pay this, blah, blah, blah. But if I secured that money against a physical fucking building yeah. car, mm -hmm. you know, then I'll they can come and take it. So that's what happens. Yeah. Like the quote you just read, that poor yeah. couple, not their fault. But with you now, since this um, crash now, like the, it's affecting you though. They wish the bloody payment on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, yeah. but you see now how it's affecting you though. You're not. In, you don't have a bad credit. Or whatever. I'm presuming. I'm guessing. But let, anyway, it's all right. You were told. 45 percent uh that's um a cons you see that what i'm trying to say because i was being given a fucking massive down payment mm. as well my dad was gonna lend me the money mm. for the down payment and i would have paid him back on a much smaller rate just kind of going against my inheritance yeah. in a way he was like investing in my future because he would mm. i would also have a flat and a house yeah you see what I mean? So yeah. I would almost be a property magnate. Mm -hmm. Really? But that... But, so, yeah. So they're offering the, you that high rate, though, is a backlash against the fuck-up that they've done. In yeah, because if I lose my it? job... Yeah, then what happened? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, um, can I go to... Um, so those around. banksters are standing... Bad, bad behaviour. Think Sorry. about it. We bailed them out. Yeah, in the US, in the US, they bailed them out by $700 billion. And that bad behaviour, though, is now... Stuffing Ben, or not stuffing you, but it's offering you. If I didn't have that deposit, they wouldn't have, probably, wouldn't have given me one. Exactly, yeah. and that's through no fault of fucking yours. That's through them trying to repair previous bad behaviour, isn't it? Or my yeah, misunderstanding. Yeah, like, pretty much. Regulations are tighter now. Or make more on my, or mm. borrow more on the money they're giving me and the money I'm giving them. And and I know we sound old or whatever, but I'm sure our parents. Well. The only reason my parents own a property is because back when they went to get a mortgage, it was something like a five grand deposit. I think my their yeah, property literally was less than five thousand pound. I yeah. think which they ended up selling for uh, well a lot more than that. Um, fuck, and none of it is real. Yeah. No, <laughs> just think inflation on top of that. Yeah, every mm -hmm. year things get more and more expensive. Whereas oh. the banks can do the deals early; they don't have to pay the inflation. Mm. It's fucking. It's a scam. It's just a scam. It's a big Ponzi scheme. It's a big yeah. pyramid scheme. Yeah. And people don't under, like. No, fifteen million job losses worldwide since two thousand and eight. This was caused. And do you know what happened to yeah. the CEOs of the major investment firms? They got rich. Millions in bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, our governments bail out the bankers to pay their bonuses. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like you can go to um. We're going to skip back to the timeline in a second. 17th of February, oh, 2008. Two private takeovers in Northern Rock have failed. Alistair Darling, who was our, um, what do they call him? Exchequer. Exchequer. Nationalising Northern Rock. It'll be a temporary measure. Hmm. It's nearly four years for the returns of the private sector. So we were paying their bonuses for four years as yeah. taxpayers. 
And then um, we sold it at a loss, didn't we? Yeah, uh, that was RBS that as was well, RBS. yeah. We probably did sell it at a loss. So whenever they, they're cutting the NHS or they're cutting someone's benefits, yeah. that's because we're bankrolling millions of pounds in bonuses to bankers yeah. who've already failed once. What does the Chancellor of the Exchequer do? He can, well, he's the, uh, the guy who works at the budget, isn't he? Yeah, because uh, I have a quote from Reginald McKenna, who was the Chancellor of the Exchequer in 1924. Ooh. And he said, uh, this was in a private letter to somebody else, uh, I am afraid that the ordinary citizen would not like to be told that the banks can and do create money, and they who control the credit of a nation direct the policy of the government and hold in the hollow of their hands the destiny of the people. That's the fucking chat. Wow. So he knew. They all know anyone who gets yeah. in. But one of the things I found from reading all these quotes from mm. the uh, old president, because the website I found put them in chronological yeah. order, yeah. is a lot of these letters from these presidents around the 1800s, uh, beginning of that century, are all seem to be quite aware of what's going on and against it and wanting to, to fucking stop it. Yeah. Um, but they were just fucking powerless and their campaigns were fucking uh, sabotaged and yeah. Yeah, who's yeah, fucking the money they're, is the they're power in, they're in the government there's five banking lobbyists per congressman or woman in America <laughs> so you have five banking lobbyists putting whispering honeyed words in their ear and money in their accounts and yeah. you ain't turning like, you, got like 26. Gas, you ain't turning down a shitload of money you spend yeah. on drugs and, sh- and cheap hookers yeah. hey! allegedly there's 26, allegedly. There's 26 in total <laughs> 26 in total per congressman or woman, yeah? If you're listening, darling, most of what I say on this podcast is for <laughs> purposes. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, so there's like 26 lobbyists per congressperson, yeah, right. yeah. In, uh, in, in, in American government. Five of them are bankers. Fucking hell. Ridiculous, isn't it? I've got to mention that $5 trillion were lost. Worldwide because of this crash as well. well so not only fifteen million jobs, five trillion. Fifteen million jobs and, and five, five trillion, trillion dollars. dollars because the bankers. The banksters. The bankers. And I'll tell you what else they did, Ben and guys. Yeah, not only did they know they were selling bad mortgages, they were paying off the triple uh, the credit rated agencies for triple A's. Yeah. To make it look like it's good investment, even though it was dog shit, selling it on. And then betting that it would fail. So they don't not only make money from selling on shit, they make money from uh, betting on that it was going to fail because they knew it was going to fail because it was shit. Fucking hell. And, and that, that was just... Yeah, green yeah, light, go for it. Because it was AAA, that meant pension companies could invest in it. Oh. So they were buying all these shit mortgages, yeah. not knowing what they were, thinking they were AAA solid investment that's never going to go bust. And you're fucking people with People lost their retirement money. Yeah. I tell you, man, it's a fucking scam. Well, I'll tell you what, on the 6th of May 2008, yeah. Hank Paulson from the uh, UK, US sorry, Treasury Secretary from 2006-2009, in an interview with the Wall Street Journal said, I, and I'm going to quote, I do believe that the worst is likely to be behind us. Huh? And on the 7th of September that year, the US government bailed out Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, two huge firms yeah. that guaranteed thousands of subprime mortgages, so the mortgages that they knew people couldn't afford to pay back. Lehman Brothers went, didn't we? You mentioned that. Yeah. JP Morgan seemed to manage, though, didn't they? Yeah. They bought out um, another company called yeah, Bear Steer. That's it. I was just looking at that a second ago. And uh, we're going to wrap it up because it's end of part one coming up. So we'll be back with part two where we delve a little more deeply into the conspiracy side of it and who I think is really responsible Whoa. for all this. 
Stay um, tuned. Stop bankers. Man, save it. Stop bankers. That's what I'm saying. I've got a little quote to end on. Um, a guy called An- An- Andrew Sheng. He said, "Why should a financial engineer be paid a hundred more times than a real engineer? Yeah. A real engineer builds bridges. A financial engineer builds dreams. And when those dreams turn out to be nightmares, other people pay for them. Yep. And that financial dream engineer." will, as much as he doesn't want to be part of the real world, one day have to drive over said fucking bridge or drive on road. Use all the same fucking infrastructure that we use. All that high-speed railway that no one really needs that we're going to build anyway. Say no to HS2. Because you can't. That'll only make sense if you're local. Yeah, I don't actually get it because you could just use Skype. Mm -hmm. Satellite communication is pretty good nowadays. Why do you have to physically be there when you can just Skype? Uh, but it's not the same, Ben. I need to look and see the whites of another man's eyes when I'm trying to take his money and you, you, sign on the dotted line. Yeah. You, you can see them. Plus, in, you know, I, I could be in London in 45 minutes. Fuck the countryside, you know uh-huh. what I mean? And then back home to my stately Cheshire home. All right, Rupert. Yeah. Hey. Rupert Tudwood has smiled. <laughs> Fucking wish I was rich. Well, yeah, I, I share nice. something I wrote, with, wrote a few years ago. Yeah. yeah, I wrote this in 2014 and I was pissed off at everything. It's called Capitalism is Our New Religion. Shadowy men with shadowy agendas, secret packs and secret handshakes, deceitful whispers in the dark, hate-filled men, jealous, greedy, clutching their bony, lecherous hands at the strings, manoeuvring their destructive will. We have been fooled by these people, people with power, people that control our lives. People who dominate our existence. Shackle us, bind us through webs of debt. All the pain and suffering in the world, all because we have chosen the wrong path. Chosen the wrong values to reward and aspire to. Chosen the wrong people to follow and revere. We have blindly adopted capitalism as our new religion. The all-consuming, wealth-aspiring, tried and tested and rigorously accepted model has become the new Bible. The holy book of the banker the sacred doctrine of the corporate elite, the regressive and enslaving dogma of the corrupted politician. The prophets have become our new prophets, leading us to capitalist heaven, where the titans of the elite reign over the masses and we worship them like gods. Nice. Well done, Mike. I like it. Yeah. The titans of the elite. And then we then we your celebrities though, aren't they? The titans of yeah. the elite, your, your fucking... The gym. bankers and the... Well, not just him, like people like... Um, who, who the, who's that fucker that's always... The Kanye who was throwing up the Illuminati uh, sign. Mm. They're like the titans of the uh, elite. They're, they're the public face of the elite, aren't we they? touched on that in our rock and roll conspiracies mm. episode. Something that I heard today when a podcast I was listening to about all this was... Uh, this had apparently something to do with Lincoln's assassination and... Um, Lincoln was assassinated by a guy called John Wilkes Booth. Yep, at the Ford Theatre. Now, apparently, I didn't know this till today, that John Wilkes Booth was the nation's, as uh, as possible as it was to be, to be famous in that time. He was the nation's most famous actor. Yeah, he was, It's yeah. the equivalent of, say, Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp threatened it. Can you literally imagine Trump or assassinate Trump? I believe. Just try and comprehend that headline or that actual. Imagine waking up tomorrow and finding out at a uh, White House dinner, um, the actor Brad Pitt produced a pistol and assassinated (laughs) President Trump. It's fucking. I think that's what's going to happen when he meets Kim Jong Un. 
But the, how, I, think, I think he was going to shoot in the face and I'm done with it. How does the nation's most famous actor end up assassinating a president? That's insane. Well, he was quite pro-Confederate and slavery and, He's you know, fucking allegedly, actor. though. I mean, that's, that's the accepted uh, version of it. Somebody got me. to him. Somebody got to him. Somebody brainwashed him. There were him. other um, conspirators in that, weren't there? There wasn't just him. It was There was a group of them. All I'm saying is, Brad Pitt, raise your fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> He's all right. Who? Brad Pitt. Trump. No, Brad Pitt. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, I like Brad Pitt. He's done some decent films. Raise, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Raise your game and assassinate the fucking president. No, Johnny Depp's already threatened it. Yeah, but he hasn't done it, has he? No. He's too busy knocking his wife about, allegedly. Oh, I actually, um, I'm going to go on record and say I don't think he's that good. I'm going to upset our female listeners. I, uh, I don't think he's fantastic. I think that every... You can't do a fucking accent for a start. Look, all I'm going to say is he's more successful at acting than anyone sat here. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but so um, to try and bring it back to the subject, so who was you on about who got a wait, wait till me and Mike have to play parts in the movie after your mass suicide. Mass suicide. Yeah. <laughs> There's nowhere in my fucking cult does it mention suicide. It will eventually once you've taken no, all the drugs. It's about it's about accepting your own um, insignificance and and just yeah, being happy you, with that. When you've taken all the drugs and become this whacked out cop leader <laughs> and you've got your little stockade. What do you mean? When I've taken the drugs, I've done. I... When, when you're back on them more <laughs> and you're a whacked out cop leader. And you decide to get everyone to drink the flavour aid because you're convinced the government are coming for you. This, then, then me and Michael get movie deals. No, so, uh, so, a couple of years, Michael will be out of this dust, we'll be out of this burg, we'll be in Hollywood. <laughs> you asked for this. I'm going to read you a part of the manifesto. Part one: the knowledge. Yes, I have it already loaded on my oh, phone. <laughs> Quote: Part one: the knowledge. The first and probably most vital thing for you to accept in order to fulfil your journey to freedom is that everything upon everything is completely fucked. You are fucked, your friends are fucked, your life is fucked, society is fucked, nature's fucked, science is fucked, religion is fucked, rice krispies are fucked, the environment is fucked, history is fucked, the future's fucked, your mum is fucked and so is your relationship if you have one. That's just a brief, uh, the first paragraph. That's just the opening. That's, <laughs> no, that's not the opener. We're... Gas. Trust me. Um... Why do you think it's rice krispies, mate? It was just, look, that's how comedy works. Was I mean to go on? No. Well, you're going to be sent a PDF or a physical copy and you will be forced to ingest the manifesto of my cult. And you will join me in my quest for acceptance of our own insignificance. So back to what I was trying to say before I was forced to if read I, my manifesto. If I accept it, I want to be high pope. You can be high pope, but where's your £2.50? You don't have to do anything, you don't have to drink any Kool-Aid, you don't have to take any it drugs, you don't have to touch my penis. The flavour aid, it will end up with the flavour aid. It give me the money. What, what did what, what did Geldof say at Live Aid? Where's the fucking money? <laughs> <laughs> That's not his accent, you know what I mean. Back to what I was trying to say. <laughs> who was the president who got shot by the actor? Lincoln. Yeah, him, the famous one. Vampire hunter. Oh, yeah. Was part of his assassination to do with standing up to these forces and these federal people? Well, and Didn't he release his own currency, the greenback? He brought in the greenback. Now, yeah. I'll tell you what then. So we do a bit on greenbacks and then... I don't know. I haven't got anything on it. No, okay, I. I wasn't even aware of this. 
he tried. I went through conspiracies. He tried to uh, counteract it with the own government-sanctioned, recognised currency, currency, like yeah. fuck the reserve. Oh, I could, yeah, could, because every state Greenback. effectively had its own. Had it own, yeah, and they? none of them matched up to no. it. So what it was so, worth in Mississippi, it wasn't worth the same yeah. in Tennessee. So in the Civil War, when the when the Southern soldiers mm. were going into the North, and they they were paying them with Southern currency, which was worth a fraction of the Northern U.S. dollar. Yeah. So he turned yeah. to me. So, okay, yeah, I get this. Yeah, yeah. I've got the Wikipedia up. Greenbacks were paper currency issued by the United States during the American Civil War. Ah, yeah. They were not legal tender by law, but were not backed by gold or silver, only the credibility of the US government. Yeah, so basically, you pay your troops in that, because all of a sudden you can afford a massive army, because you're not actually paying them in anything. Mm. You're paying them in a worthless bit of paper. Yeah. So you can afford. To and have a massive navy and a massive army, you're actually paying for it, are you? And the federal it's not backed by anything. The Federal Reserve are not going to be happy with that, are they? No. So they brainwashed an actor to shoot him in the back. Manchurian candidate. Whilst watching a play. So another paragraph. Do you accept the fuckness of it all? Look outside and watch the patterns. Watch the robots on their loop. He leaves at the same time every day. She goes for a jog every Wednesday at seven. Oh, it's Thursday. Here come the bin wagons. There's John and his dog. It must be quarter to one. Every day, on and on. All the while, the television and the radio drone away in the background like the soundtrack to willful self-genocide. Um, get my manifesto at um, www. Mm. <laughs> I've just got this image. Last one. I've just got this image of you reading all that out at a microphone on a stage to a like packed audience hall and Ooh. people like in the throes of British actually falling over and, <laughs> and then you're in these sunglasses because you think that the, literally the will of yourself is bursting from your no. eyes in some kind of cyclops-like beam <laughs> that will incinerate the audience if you don't no. wear your sunglasses no. and you're just randomly pressing the record button on your on your microphone no, I just and want just you to record it so and oh man, I just got visions of this going horribly wrong. I want your two pound fifty, and I want you, for your own benefit, to accept, willfully accept your own oh. insignificance, and join me in the church of insignificance. It was a cult Thanks, a minute guys. ago. <laughs> it's a cult to change. What's the difference? A cult's a lot worse. What's than the a fucking difference? It's all, they're all cults, but if you're gonna call it a cult, it sounds worse. I'm saying it. Wink, wink. I promised. Guys, I'll pay you for the free advertising space. Thank, I appreciate you letting me uh, use our platform I'm, that we've I'm, built. You're not using the brainwash our listeners. Yeah, to brainwash our listeners. We're, we're saying to our I'm listeners. I'm not trying to brainwash anyone. They haven't listeners. read the manifesto We're yet. saying to our listeners, Mike, I think you'll agree with me. Don't join a cult. <laughs> don't. We're supposed to support each other. If you we fucking are, spent we... the time and effort <laughs> I'd spent... <laughs> in trying to set up this cup. 5,000 fucking words a whole morning. I remember the snow day? There was a snow day a few Fridays ago, a Friday ago, and instead of enjoying my unexpected day off, lounging about in front of the television, watching box sets, masturbating furiously, I sat a, at a computer and wrote 5,000 words of utter insanity. What more for you? No. I'm waiting for the money to start rolling in. <sighs> I, I, I don't know, man. I think there's something evil about it. No. something <laughs> evil about it. <laughs> I'm trying to set people free. Is this coming from the guy who fucking used to be a Satanist? 
<laughs> you think I Sean Cole's evil? Yeah, I think I'm you're being very I'm judgmental. An, I'm, I'm the Levian. I'm an atheist who's basically trolling the church by claiming I'm a Satanist. That's what the Levian church of Satanism is about. Just right, next week, I am reading the entire no, 5,000 words. Yes, words out. No, I'm not. It takes, I've already timed it 25 minutes. I've already 25 minutes. <laughs> no, because I'll be fucking wasted by the end of it. <laughs> it might help you. It may not. You're so judgmental. You need this cult. You need this manifesto. It's going to help you. Happy it's a system of belief, Ben. It only costs two pound <laughs> fifty for freedom. You can't so believe in so happy. Yes, I can. As the last two hours taught you nothing. It's capitalism at its finest. Philosophers have struggled for centuries, and this is me talking about fucking philosophy. They've struggled for centuries I to broken. figure out the meaning of life. And then the how to be happy, and you're flogging it for two pound fifty. Nothing <laughs> comes for free in this world. It's Some more... insanity you sprawl during a snow day, <laughs> <laughs> whilst possibly high. Yeah. Now you're being judgmental, right? I've already printed physical copies of this to proof copies. Wonderful artwork, as I said, original artwork, design front and back. You'll both get a free copy next week. You can't do this show. Where did you sell your soul, Gaz? How did I sell my soul? Who the fuck tries to set up a cult and not make money at the same fucking time? What's the point? You have them last week. We were on the lash. Well, good luck with that. £2.50 a pop is going to take you a while. I know, but... And now you're forming a cult. Let me clarify, let me clarify for any future potential customers is £2.50 for the physical copy of the book which I think is fair because it costs money to print the fucking thing if you want a free online PDF download then there will soon be a website where you can get that and hey it's just going to grow organically with the help of advertising on the cast so should we get back to uh, actual capitalism and real money taking bastards and, and try and wrap this in big you mean like real money taking bastards like if we caught me <laughs> I've got to say, I'm shocked at your negativity towards my book. Wait till you read the manifesto. I've got nothing against your writing. I just think the idea is inherently immoral. (laughs) 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 You're a talented writer. To charge money for the secret to happiness. Exactly. Ah. Okay. Right. okay, Mike. What, what, sorry, Mike. We're, sorry. <laughs> Mike's looking at us like, what the no, fuck? No, I'm not. You two idiots. <laughs> Science officers. They've divulged into fucking lunacy. And we've just done two hours of pretty solid factual yeah. information. <laughs> so, I'm just watching, sitting back and watching the freak show. <laughs> <laughs> This is this new development. Gas doesn't usually try to brainwash people into joining his own personal cult. Right, Mike. Let's 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 wrap up this 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 first part, and then we'll um do some some fucked up facts. Right. What what would you expect to find if you typed banking crimes into Google? Well, I did earlier today, and I didn't find a fucking no, Well, what, that's a fucking conspiracy on its own. Right. Okay. Listen to it. Type in banking crimes, anything like that, and see what comes up because. That's, where I found, that's actually where I found the timeline of the banking crisis from. That was the best yeah. article I found. On what about the... all the crimes that they, you know, millions and millions. I've got a list. I'll, I'll, I'll get it off for next. I next bet week. if you typed in violent crime, though, you'd be yeah. fucking bombarded, wouldn't you? Yeah. You oh, especially by, um, by ethnic minorities. I'd imagine that'd be top of the list. Uh, actually, can I just 
Bring them first, man. Leaders getting arrested this week. Hey. I was quite pleased with that. Um, Couldn't happen to a nicer couple. I read the comments on the, on some of the articles. And I was oh, like, never read the yeah, I, I, as Dave Gorman calls it, the bottom half of the internet. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was awful. Mm. But because um, none of them seemed to believe that they were actually being done for har racially and harassing a bloke who wasn't actually guilty of anything. Mm. He, he, they, he had the same name as a guy that had been accused of rape. So they decided to then picket his house and shout rapist to his house and shout in racially name. motivated insults to his letterbox. Oh and she God. is a crazy wild-eyed bitch. Yeah, I put her. Oh, up. good. Can you remember her name? Just Jada Franzen. Uh, if anyone wants to Google it and send her some goodwill, find out what prison she's in, write her a nice letter. And go for a conjugal visit. <laughs> she uh, she is quite fuckable, to be perfectly honest. In a weird, chavvy, wild-eyed way. Yeah. It pains me to say that. It pains me to say that. Hey. It does. It genuinely does. She's not the kind of person I hang out with. But Look, political opinions... They're not going to stop me wanting to have sex with you because I'm a lover. <laughs> not a fighter. And a philosopher and a court leader. So, <laughs> <laughs> Take it on your CV. I'm going to get you some sunglasses for next week. Some really big black sunglasses. I'm going to turn up next week in a poncho. I'm going to wear a poncho and sunglasses. No, you need to, next week you need to turn up in a Kim Jong-un jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong -un or Kim it's Jong -un? not a fascist type <laughs> point. Okay. No, Do you have to call you a great leader? <laughs> Lord Megatron will suffice. Because oh, I'm never enough. Uh, Actually, the name on the front of the manifesto is Guru Vincent. So oh, fuck fact, me. I'm, <laughs> He's I'm a, a guru. guru now. I'm a guru now, yeah. I am a guru. Well, tell me how you qualify as a guru. You call yourself a guru. Exactly. <laughs> guru means teacher. Yes. I'm teaching happiness for teaching insanity for two fifty. Oh, Mike, sorry. Yeah, we're going to fuck up facts. Fuck up facts. Fuck up facts. Yeah. There is gold in human brain. <laughs> oh yeah, we are all made of partly what? gold, aren't we? And it's it needed so... to charge the neurons. Without gold, our brains. Without gold, our brains would not work. It's so... also needed to seed the hole in the atmosphere of the <laughs> what? The place? anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. So uh, that way they're after us. Maybe. Also, Human you batches. think that... There's trace the, elements of gold. Like, there is. Yeah, there's, there's elements of loads of stuff in this. So they're actually quite valuable. If I had the technology to somehow simmer out the gold from mm -hmm. your brain matter, and I went around and killed a lot... Is that what the Nazis were doing? Is that where the Nazi gold came from? No, just teeth, mate. Ah, yeah, and rings and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, don't <laughs> shout my conspiracy, bro. This is a conspiracy it's like, it's show. It's like fractions of an ounce. But think of it. It's not, like, not enough. Yeah, but times that by a billion people. Oh, yeah. What, you, got, what you just you said made of, me think. Millions of dollars. Is that how they figured out the gold conducted electricity by the fact that they did loads of autopsies on people Maybe. and realised that gold... I doubt conducts. it. They were just... The hood just got gold and put electricity through it. I like to think it's all around. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a major what? autopsy scandal going on. Autopsy conspiracies. That's that would have been the easy way. <laughs> That's why you're the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to stop me when I go off on these things. Don't find some fancy. Oh, dear. I should let you run with it. I should let him run with it. I should let him keep digging his own hole. <laughs> no. Uh, if, in like, That's how we get smartphone batteries. Because of <laughs> Experiments carried out by people like Mengele, like hooking electrodes to people's brains okay. and figuring out the gold is in there and conducting electricity. Go on. And that's how we developed gold in batteries. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. That's my theory. <laughs> I love it. Vitzel sucked. What? Why? <laughs> Vitzel sucked too? Vitzel sucked. <laughs> <laughs> 
know. That's not how you start a factoid. <laughs> the German word for ah. joke addiction. <laughs> I, think you, suck. I think I see something else there. Is it joke addiction? Is, it, is a set <laughs> of rare neurological <laughs> conditions where the patient makes puns in socially inappropriate situations. <laughs> you got that by your <laughs> I got Vitzel sucked. <laughs> uh, believe sucked. me, it was my, good. My was sucked. it your birthday? <laughs> my getting sucked off by a German trucker behind the burger. <laughs> 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 That's, That's joking the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, uh, We're sorry, Brit. I was trying to think of a pun, but I can't get one. <laughs> And in Welsh mythology, fairies ride corgis into battle. The dogs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish it was sheep. But <laughs> I want to see battle corgis. I want to see little corgis with armour on and helmets and spikes yeah. and shit. How awesome would that be? Oh, man. What was it for the whole new spirit of the Queen having corgis back as a fairy? She's a fucking oh, reptile. I know there are some members Prince of the royal Andrew family. Allegedly, definitely I mean, fairies, uh, yeah. Allegedly. Oh, and Edward, maybe allegedly. She's goat-legged. I know that much. <laughs> you suggesting that our, our, our beloved monarch has cool uh, hooves. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, you know she's a lizard, uh, allegedly. Well, I'm not a royal family fan, but I heard on a podcast today a bit of a quelling to one of the uh, royal family conspiracies. You know how everyone thinks Harry is uh, Hewitt's son because he, he looks does, he does look like, a bit him. like him. Apparently, though, if you were to go, because the Spencer family that Diana came from is older than our actual, the current monarchy, it goes back yeah, further. Uh, yeah. But apparently, yeah. if you go to their stately home, or whatever, and you look at the paintings going back, all her male relatives very strongly resemble Harry. So just because he doesn't look like his dad. And looks like some, and the timelines apparently don't fit when Hewitt was in her life. It's just that he does resemble fucking it Hewitt. Really so everyone goes, yeah, Ginger, both Ginger, definitely him. And apparently, no, that's the fate. I've seen the picture. Yeah, I've seen too. Harry, but, yeah. but apparently, so if you look at all Diana's male relatives, they have a strong sort of resemblance to him. No. So that, no, but no, nobody no. looks at that, do they? Though? No, they just look I at am. that one Hewitt picture. And go, mm. Fucking hell! <laughs> I did. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> but you know. But Diana will be, if it's all right with you guys, an episode for show, because I'm fascinated yeah. with that in future. But I'm rambling because I've had a beer. And uh, what was the two. verdict on Diana's death? In my personal opinion? No, what was oh, the actual verdict? The, I don't know. What Un is the official verdict? Unlawful killing. Yeah. Ah, but that's not a car accident, is it? No. Ah, teases for the yeah. future. Um, I'm actually quite sceptical of the whole conspiracy behind that, apart from one major one, which was... Well, the fact that the, the Queen owns the courts, it's called Her Majesty. Her Majesty's No, 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 court. even that... The I, fact I, that I, the body guy was injected with more alcohol than it's possible to have in you, yeah. No, no I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying I, I just think that there's... The, 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 Ah, we'll the get person, into, what we'll was the car that got away? The white Fiat Uno. Yeah, that's that's the unlawful. Whoever's driving that, unlawful killer. Yeah, but they never found that car. No. Mother flubbers. They find the terrorists quick enough, don't they? Yeah, oh, yeah, always because they just go and arrest your local Yusuf. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Anyway, should we sign so, off? Yeah, if you sign. have been, I think next week uh, we're going to get into. So we've set up this week how the banking system kind of works. How it's a massive it conspiracy. Next week, we're going to get into how this affects you, how this is a conspiracy. And I'm going to why. tell you who's really behind it. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what's the alternative. 
Ah, that'll be interesting. So, yeah, let's. Should we do our yeah. wrap ups? I've been Ben, and I want to say, don't drink the flavour aid, don't join mine. a cult, <laughs> and um, stay classy. I'm gonna say um, www.lulu.com forward slash. I'm only joshing. Um, I will give the full website next week. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> if you have been, thanks for listening. Free Biff Tannen. See ya. So as always, peace out. Thank you for listening. And good night. Bye.